It's Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. My favorite radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. My favorite radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. My favorite radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. My favorite radio show is live from the barrage. Radio show is live from the barrage. quality isn't that great and the music's too loud and I can't edit it but I tried uh, well, I, had to, I had to cover up where he needed to take breaths it's amazing like, amazing, amazing. Yeah. One that's take. A, of course Christopher uh, Kazoo's fucking uh, what do you call that word for word cover he, yeah cover of our intro cover a, of our intro word for job. word one take great job you're right Ryan Match, matching everybody's voices too uh, the sound goes uh, the tone goes up and down as he uh, when he does the little kid and then when he does me he does the deep voice <laughs> no he is a little kid the rest of it is right. him doing a low voice and he's actually that's his actual voice when he's like when I'm not thinking on my mind <laughs> but uh, if you would have told me that some kid in California would be uh, writing uh, songs about us, I never would have believed you. So thank you, Kazoo, for that. Nicely done. Yes. We are back live from the barrage. Full cast and crew. Yeah. What's up, everybody? We got good news this week. Very exciting. We have a congratulations to offer. Do we? No. no. John wiped sitting down. <laughs> and he loved it. He was I exhausted the my, fourth year. My arm got stuck under my behind. <laughs> I couldn't get it out for like two hours. Let's congratulate our buddy Dave. Hey, Dave. Dave got engaged, for those of you that don't know. Yeah. Good job, Dave. Are we supposed to congratulate somebody on getting engaged? I don't know. I was actually... Yeah, there, there are two married men in the room, one divorced and one single. Yeah. I, I absolutely support that. Why? Okay. What do you mean? The divorce guy. Do you, do, you, do you approve of this? I have nothing against the institution of marriage. Okay, I just, I just married asking. a kook. <laughs> <laughs> She's cooked out. We all did. We all did. 
You just didn't stay with yours. Almost two kooks. Kooked <laughs> <laughs> out. Uh, Carrie on the chat box saying, congratulations, Dave. So very good, Dave. We, Thanks, uh, Carrie. That's, that's nice. That's nice. Jess is a good girl, and uh, you know, you're not getting any younger. You might as well. It's true, and I, I've had a lot of friends be like, well, you know, you got to start uh, figuring out how to get away from her. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm still at the point where I want to marry her. Hopefully that'll right. last for a while. Yeah, I love that thing. Like, yeah, the party's over. Like, I got news for you. The party's been over for a few yeah, years. Exactly. Guys. <laughs> guy. Uh, listen, guy. Everything, every, my essence has been going south for the past decade. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I still found someone that was willing to say yes to me. <laughs> like, seriously. Your, I, your essence? Like, the, Well, yeah, my essence. I mean, what it's kind of like... Explain. It's the, it's yeah, explain. Do explain. It's the difference between Seinfeld on NBC and Seinfeld on TBS. Like, it's like, you know... What? What? I don't, <laughs> That's marketing speak. What is one like uh, edited edited for content or something? No, it's it's it's, I'm not getting any newer. Um, There's like the the shit's rusting. It's getting old. Yeah, but you know what? In that case, then speaking of your essence, Seinfeld, I still watch that show, so I'm I'm sure she'll still like having you. Exactly. You know, I still got some highlights every once in a while. You turn it on, you're surprised, and you're like, oh wow, this shit's kind of funny. I think Dave focuses on the white sneakers or something. I haven't watched it in in like I don't know a year. High waisted jeans. Like I'm just afraid I'm going to dress like that now. I really, I really, um, what my when my when my father passed, I, I I inherited a shitload of his clothing, and asked me ten years ago if I would war- would have worn any of it, and I wouldn't have. And now I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. I'll wear that, you know. So like, I'm just kind of like, like I don't have to go shopping now. I get to wear dad's clothes. <laughs> was he as tall as you? Yeah, he was a little shorter than me. Yeah, uh, a little heavier than me. Uh, Who are we talking about, Jess? My dad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? You know I what wasn't listening. Shirt? I was doing something. I'm sorry. You can't, you, can't wear, you can't wear shit that you used to be able to wear 10 years ago, ironically. But like, wear- now you actually wear it. Like, if you wear, like, a garage shirt, people are like, oh, you work in a garage? And fuck! And now, like, that, that old guy's wearing a garage shirt. <laughs> uh, congratulations, of course, pouring in for Dave on the chat box. Uh, from uh, Kyle, congrats, Dave. Any woman who is okay with you spending most of your Friday nights playing in bands or sitting in a garage in Queens talking on the internet is a keeper. That's the truth. Well, the funny uh, part is that she's actually most likely playing a better show the night that I'm playing. Right. Um, <laughs> her band is Kudzu and the Faggots, who yes. are absolutely awesome. So if, if you guys ever want to download that stuff, they're much funnier, much prettier, much I'll tell you what, I'll guys. do one better. Uh, the the first caller we get, I'll give them a Kudzu CD. It's totally oh, worth it. Totally worth it, guys. I have a whole box of prizes. In fact, I'll, I'll put the Kudzu CD in there, and I'll put like a bunch of other shit in there, too. Can I call? No, oh. <laughs> but for those of you who might want to call, yeah, the, the area code looks is... like Richie Ramones getting the cut suit. Congratulations, Richie Ramone, you've won. Well, that, and, num- uh, that yeah, number later on, hopefully, yeah, go ahead, Mike. Sorry, that number to call is seven one eight five seven seven two seven one six. Hopefully, uh, you know. <laughs> We have another phone number thing. I can't find it right now, but JSP made us a bunch of like bumpers. But uh, yeah, later on we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a fucking Ramon on. Do you guys know this? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. a Ramon. I am so excited. I'm stoked. Richie it's Ramon. Even, it's not even CJ, which I was assumed it was gonna be CJ. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's the Ramon we can get. See, this <laughs> is to me. To me, this is the one Ramon that I want to talk to. I, yeah, I'm really excited about talking to Richie. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of questions we have for him. The level-headed Ramon. Exactly. He seems like the he's like the most uh, together. He wore a suit in the movie. I mean, that, that's that's an, you, you gotta know, respect that. You end gotta of, respect. End of the century. That man is wearing a tie with a nice half Windsor knot. Uh, I thought he got out uh, of it. Oh, and you went guys to still banking. have to teach me how to make the fucking uh, full Windsor, Windsor knot. Yeah, because I went to a wake today and I couldn't get it. I, you know, I, I did the old. And I realized today as I was putting my tie on that I've probably made more ties. Me and hairdo 
than all of you put together. Oh, maybe Pat, you went to Catholic school. Did you have to wear a tie? Yeah. In I high did, school? I yeah. did 12 years. They were, no, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah. St. Francis Prep's tie? Right. Yeah, it was. Well, so so just, the, Dave, so Dave's the only guy who didn't have to make a tie every day, and he knows how to tie a tie, and I don't. I know, but I do a half Windsor for school. But I mean, if I'm going to a fucking function, what's I think the showing difference? Up the half Windsor is what I do. The cheese. No, you do, you, do, you do a forehand, hand, which is the which is the easy one. Well, it's it's just like the like Marty McFly one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I got forehand. Yeah, right, that's what little kids do. Just for the uh, record, speaking shit. when you said I tied more ties than you, I would get I I would tie one tie in the beginning of the year and hang it in my locker every day, still tied, and I I would try to even make it through <laughs> the summer to the next year, but usually over the uh, summer, my, like, my mom would be like, "Get a new tie, <laughs> asshole." And we I, had when we went to Holy Cross, you had to, the only requirement was that we had a new principal, so you only had to wear a tie. It didn't matter what it was. Yeah, people did, would show up. With the most ridiculous fucking ties you ever saw I would wear like life. a strap from my school bag as a tie. I would like tuck the clip into my shirt. Yeah. Fish yeah. ties, yeah. three stooges, yeah. like, like shoelace. Like old man. Some guys would wear the cowboy the fucking tie. What do you call that thing, Pat? You know a about bolo. fashion. Bolo. Bolo, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of these our guys friend, chime right Our friend Chris. No. Hello, Cole. You're on the air. Hey, it's Metal Chris. Hey, Emmy Metal hey. Chris. You want a kudzu in the faggot CD? Yeah. What's your favorite station? I, um, I, I'm not listening to the show right now, so I have no idea what you guys are talking oh, about. Okay. I just, uh, you didn't win. I've, I've been working on Fridays, so I can't ever listen. So uh, tonight I actually have off because we were in the studio, and I, uh, I took off to record. And, this, um, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, a happy belated anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Metal. And, uh, and yeah, my favorite part of that was uh, I think uh, I think Steve V should be uh, – Nominated for a poet laureate of the barrage. That was amazing. <laughs> did you listen all the way to the end? And did you hear the? Uh, I tried to. I, I I put all the IDs together, and you're in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really touching. Hey, Chris, how come you didn't What's swing up? by with the bass? Come by with the bass? Why didn't you swing by with the bass? You said you needed me to set it up for you, and then. Oh, sorry. I uh, really get any information about when and where and then another dude just like way kind of more convenient i didn't want to bother you no you're uh, not you're never bothering me it just as long as it worked out i'm happy yeah oh yeah it worked out great man the recording's going awesome we finished all the drums uh very quickly the guy we got playing for us is like the fucking greatest drummer i've ever heard in my life is this morning glory this is morning glory oh, okay yeah, talking to heavy metal chris of the band morning uh, glory playing uh playing drums on the record um and, uh, yeah, it's going sick. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited to see how this, uh, how, where the, what turns this album takes. But uh, it, should be, it should be pretty good. Cool, man. You know we have Richie Ramon on today, right? I know. That's great. That's, <laughs> I was pissed off. I looked up all the stuff about him, and he's apparently he's got a band now. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, if he needs a gig, we even need someone. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Morning Glory is a pretty big band, right? What do you guys, you guys play, like, these thousand-seat theaters, I guess, or whatever? We, uh, we play, like, you know, like small clubs. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, what are you doing? You're ruining the store. But if he wants to join up, you know, just throw it out there to him. All right. Well, we'll ask him. <laughs> <laughs> right. Throw it out there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, cool. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, thanks. Try next time uh, calling in from a phone you didn't find in the street. Appreciate it. <laughs> I did find this phone in the street. I knew it. the shoes I'm wearing. <laughs> it's oh, a burner. Right. It's thanks, a burner. Chris. Omar threw it away. <laughs> later. 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 That's heavy metal, Chris. There he goes. Uh, one of my favorite people ever. And winner of the kudzu in the fact. Yeah, he, he, I think I'm pretty sure he's got one. He's already. got one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they live in the same town. All right. Uh, so yeah. So fuck it. Oh man, I can't wait for this. So the lands are still open for that. <laughs> That's right. Anybody seen Richie? 
be calling in soon, hopefully 9 o'clock, probably we'll have Richie Ramon, uh, hopefully something like that, right, Mike? Yep. Look, back to our interesting conversation about tying knots. Oh, so these motherfuckers on the chat box, they leave theirs tied, too. I like being a man and coming home from whatever and going, and untying that knot like, you know, like in the movies. I'm not leaving my tie tied. That's crazy. Talk. Oh, that's crazy. That's but crazy it was funny to undo. John, we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago, and then I had I got squired to tie two ties for both of my nephews, and I had to fucking walk them through it and teach them. And they're just like, ma, ma, whatever. Will it work tomorrow? I'm like, fucking. <laughs> well, but ah, now I know I'm teaching my learn. kids the wrong thing. So I'm like, this is great. I'm teaching my kids how to tie a tie, and I'm an idiot. I'm t- I don't know how to tie a tie. This sucks. <laughs> I'm a chump. I'm a chump. Who, who knows what are the things I'm teaching them that are wrong, and I don't know. I'd love, Here's I'd, how you drive I'd a car. And just like, you know, say we're sitting in the back seat. I'd love to see that Somebody's going to call CPS, John. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Ramon's going to call Child Protective Services on me. <laughs> Told his kids how to do a fucking foreign hand and a half Windsor. This is horse shit. Yeah, it is Friday night, and we are in Queens, and uh, home of the Ramones. Yes. Not true. home of Richie. I think Richie's a Jersey guy, right? We'll yes. ask him. Yeah, we're going to ask. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I didn't pick up anything else to talk about other than that. Hey, uh, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> oh, do you guys hear this? Uh, I guess I'll save that for later. I want to talk about and play a little bit of this Andrew Mason album. You guys know who Andrew Mason is? Yes. No. no. Is that Dave Mason's son? No. He's actually, uh, he used to be an, an intern at Electrical Audio for Steve. Albinis, and uh, he ended up being uh, the CEO of Groupon. He's a billionaire. Are you kidding? No, yeah. Holy crap. No, I'm not kidding at all. He uh, he uh, started this website called The Point, which was like a Kickstarter thing before Kickstarter, and I guess out of that grew Groupon. And so then he's since been fired as the CEO of Groupon, but I'm sure he's still the shareholder. Well, because Groupon's a, a disaster right now. I think it's but he. I think they had some kind of deal, and I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love that. when he you do that. He could have sold it to Yahoo or whoever the fuck for like you know he, he, he should have done it. A, yeah, absolute metric fuck ton of money. They backed a dump truck full of money up to his house, and he's like, Meh. they should have paid him in nickels. Doot, doot. So yeah. So anyway, I'm, I still got a billion dollars, but he released this album called "Hardly Working," which is a fucking. Uh, and this is post money. This album. This came is, out? just came out like last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is like his vanity. It's project. on iTunes, and the brilliant thing about it is, it's I think there's only eight songs on it, and they're ninety nine cents a song or whatever. Right. But the album is like nine, eleven dollars. <laughs> 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 so like, and I didn't realize I bought the whole record, and then somebody brought it up. I was like, "Fuck, he got us again, this bastard!" You know? He's a funny dude. So the, he releases this album. It's completely ridiculous. Like it's like business inspirational songs with oh, full band. Oh, oh. Like in like like kind of like a Tony Robbins if you had a band. You 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 should look up the uh, hardly working album cover because it's him standing in front of a brick wall with hardly working spray painted and white paint on the brick wall and re- album reviewers like from serious websites, serious websites, you know, journalists are reviewing the album as if it's he means it when he's it's obviously a goof. Now maybe I'm fucking contributing to the goof too by make goofing on those guys and who knows it's like some Kaufman-esque when, when, nightmare when Groupon blew up he was the giver of the best goddamn fucking quotes I've ever seen in the business section of the fucking New York Times my favorite one being when fucking Groupon really took off it was stratospheric and they uh, uh, got in touch with him and he goes he goes I'm not 
uh, allowed to uh, say anything about Groupon. He goes, but I'd be more than happy to talk to you about my true passion, which yeah. is collecting miniature dollhouses. <laughs> yeah. He gives not a fuck. Do you guys want to hear any of this since we're talking about it? Yes, yes absolutely. I'm reading a terrible review of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Who's yeah. the guy? Is his name Craig something? Uh, yes, Craig Rosen. Yeah, so Craig Rosen is a moron. He's not funny. Who doesn't understand, like, if you if you took a parody and put it in his face, he wouldn't smell it. He sat there and listened to the whole album. Is he the kind of guy that doesn't get weird, Al? Decided it was serious <laughs> and posted his reviews, tweeted about it. I mean, this you know, the man should be fired immediately. And there's a bunch of these guys doing it. It's great. It's like Yoda, the kinks. I don't get it. <laughs> Pitchfork came at a 7.9. Sounds 9. just like Michael Thank Jackson. <laughs> Well, anyway, here's a look no further, and after that, maybe we'll hear My Door is Open. My Door is Always Open, which is one of my favorites. <laughs> we get this working. We'll leave the mics up and uh, talk her. He's rocking out. Sounds like Hootie. Yeah, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? If you're seeking business wisdom, you don't need no I've thought of this too, and number 30 on the chat box is right, that the reviewer could totally be in on the joke. I mean, the guy's a billionaire. He could be like, hey, I'll give you $1,000, write a serious review of this, and like try to snowball it into something you know, better, and I'm the idiot. I'm telling you, I feel like the Rube. I know I'm being played. Well, you did pay $11. <laughs> yeah, eight I, songs. Don't worry, then I sent it to Mr. King, Bradley Weissenberger, and somebody else immediately. <laughs> Join me. He was just, you were assembling your boob army. Yeah. And here I am on Twitter yelling at this reviewer. I bet you a million dollars that I'm the fucking asshole here. And You're the idiot. He yeah. might be the reviewer yeah. himself. I'm I a got, dummy. I got, I'm going to have to seek out the bottom of this story during the Guys, week. I hate to say it. I don't think this is that bad. <laughs> it's full band. You are getting old. You I, want this guy, I want this guy to play my wedding. I'm like, all right, this is a great wedding band. I would totally be down with this. What? She's got a good voice. Sounds like Don Henley. I love it. You gotta admit this is better than like Jimmy Buffett. If you listen to the lyrics, he's talking about like shareholding. <laughs> Scotzo, new stuff from Mason. Yeah, it sounds like a song like that. Country, like if a black dude performed this song, they'd be like, "Well, yeah, it's country, but he's a black guy, so it's cool." Are you, so talking, about, are you talking about Hootie or Charlie Pride? Because I don't think there's any other black country. <laughs> no, no, no. There's there's a there's a brand new guy. Oh, there's Fishbone Wilson. You know, and Charlie Pride is awesome. Fuck my you, ultimate Harrison. my ultimate goal is to get sued by Andrew Mason for playing this on the radio and, leave, and putting it on iTunes. That'd be awesome. Like a billionaire sues me. The bike's like, yeah, I don't think that's so awesome. That's not awesome. At all. It's weird the battles you choose. I'm okay. Where did you record it? It's just, uh, on the moon. Kasuga, Cowboy Troy does not count. I know he put out his own album, but he he's a rapper that is associated with country artists. He is not, in fact, small, a country artist himself. Like My door is always open by Andrew Mason. This is your favorite? Like maybe yeah. I've heard it before. It's like a little kid singing on a cowboy. Well, how do you think I learn what's going on? Sounds like James Taylor. I love it. Yeah, oh, yeah, say it sounds like something on the Muppet Show. Something is wrong, son. My door is <laughs> Carrie, you're right. It's funny, like he's the boss of Groupon. His door is always open. It's on the 
electrical audio for him. People are talking about it, and they're like, uh, I wonder if that's his own voice, like, pitch shifting. Yeah. And he hasn't been on there in years. He comes in, he's like, no, that's a real kid, blah, blah, blah. You know? oh All live God. musicians, they disappears again. You won't see him for another four years. It's Kasuga. Totally sounds like Magnetic Fields. <laughs> This is song 99 off the Magnetic Fields album, uh, 1,050 songs. It sounds great in coffee shops, though, you gotta admit. That's the ultimate goal. Like, if people took it seriously and, like, he ended up selling the CD in Starbucks and stuff, and, like, nobody realizes what's going on. Taking him down from the, from the inside. Recorded pretty well. <laughs> like the drum sound. They're electronic. Triggers. Yeah, Tree, but your son didn't sing it. That's the problem. That's like that's like Duchamp, where like everyone was like, I could have put a toilet as a as a piece of art. It's like, yeah, but you didn't. That's gonna age really badly when I'm responding to the text bot in the chat box in like in reruns, and they're like, what the fuck is he talking about? Dave, you're different since you started wearing your father's trousers. <laughs> it's his underwear that's really getting to me. <laughs> this is like a Beatles outtake. I would love to know what Steve Albini's. I would love to know what Steve Albini's take is on the production value. Not the, not the music itself, but like how he feels the production is. Well, now it's, it's snowball. Steve's not going to give us a serious answer either. He's going to play along. Bastard. I'm sorry, Trey. I love you and your whole family. I love your diner pictures. <laughs> Did you see what he wrote? Tree wrote, man, you're a mean engaged guy. I know, I'm sorry. We need a fucking wall here where we can project these comments because I can't see them. Tim <laughs> has the technology. That was uh, my door is always open by Andrew Mason, which is a good job, good. Andrew Mason. Yeah. <laughs> please sue me, and I'll take a million dollars, please. I wonder if the stock dropped on Groupon the day that album came out. Right, should have. How much is a billion? A thousand million, right? How many yes, billions that guy get? A thousand million. Hey, buddy, can you spare a fucking dime? What's going on? We don't like PBS. Listener supported. <laughs> if you're listening, it's a check in the mail, pal. Group on this. Group on this. That's our. That's my Kickstarter. I'm just going to ask Andrew Mason for $2 million. <laughs> Kickstarter. Only one person can participate, and that's Andrew Mason. The rest of you can save your $2 and your fucking pre-ordered records that aren't even made yet and Hit suck. The bricks. Have you seen the Ghostface Killer reviews of the 10 softest rappers of all time? He, I re- have. he reviewed the Who are the 10 softest rappers Well I don't even know Half of them But his his reviews Are the greatest And he says the n-word So much I think I'm gonna have to Change it to ninja Because I'm not Comfortable saying it No you can't Just right, So yeah. admittedly I'm not ghost face killer I don't know if you guys Didn't know that or not But No way Oh my god Get out of here You're definitely ghost faced Yes we know the Andrew Mason started The point tree I mentioned that earlier Thanks for listening uh, so, yeah, here's Ghostface Killer with the second annual top 10 softest rappers yeah. in the game. And there's a picture of the Pillsbury Doughboy, like, balloon in a parade. <laughs> so it, well, I, I is, think, this, is this implying that Ghostface Killer is the hardest rapper? Cause he's I, no fucking joke. I don't know, dude. He's not like... Um, You're crazy. He's, he's, that he's guy pr- will kill you. Yeah, I wouldn't want to battle with that dude. And he's got a lot of backup, and a lot of people will just jump on there. He's better than you, bandwagon. He would right fuck away. with people More in his like, own band. Listen to those Wu Tang songs. Some guy gets finished rapping. He's like, "Yo, yo, fuck that!" 
More I like will pushes the guy out of the way. Kill I will rap. <laughs> I will rap battle Ghostface Killer any day of the week. Oh, this is my official Dude. call out. Can Anyone knows Ghostface Killer? I'm down. Yeah. I will fucking battle that guy because you know what? what? Are you nuts? Now he must have been like dictating this to someone because it's written, uh, you know, phonetically. Thank you. I'm smart. I know things. No, I mean. All right, so here we go. Yeah, at the rate these whack ninjas is falling from the sky, who can really wait a whole year and shit, son? What up, y'all? P-Tone, a.k.a. Mighty Fist of Hercules, is back in the building. Know what I mean? Welcome to the second annual softest ninjas in the game countdown, y'all. I thought he liked ninjas. To keep this shit for real, to keep this shit fair, I ain't going to mention no ninjas from the last time around. <laughs> so now we got the formalities of the way. Let's get into this shit. Word. All right, uh, at number 10, I'm not going to read them all. I'll just read like two of them. Number 10, he has Lupe Fiasco. You guys, you know who that I is, know Dave? Lupe Fiasco. He's hey. beat. He goes whack. Yeah? Uh, hey, yo, before Laser's son was just the typical above average sort of corny semi fruity, but definitely lyrical ass rapper. No, I mean, <laughs> semi fruity. <laughs> he wasn't like the most incredible ninja breathing or nothing, but, he, but son was still kind of nice, know what I'm saying? Then the ninja's label started playing games with his mind and shit. So, and long story short, he decided what he was going to do was make the Lost CNC F- Music Factory album or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel feathers flying out of the speakers when these songs is playing, son. They're so soft. <laughs> this ninja making Will I Am seem like DMX, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's rough. Lupe more delicate than paper panties right now, you know what I'm saying? If that snow ninja Toby Maguire started rapping tomorrow, I'm pretty sure his album would sound a lot like lasers, yo. But the little homie probably gonna bounce back from that corny shit when he dropped FNL2. Word is bond. That's why he at the bottom of this list and shit. But th- until then, I ain't give a frozen fuck about this nigga. <laughs> a frozen fuck. Nin- ninja. About this what? Nin- yeah, well, ninja. I, I'm allowed to say it once, not 50 million times. This is a quote. Okay, that's quote. what Paula Dean thought. Look, what, look at how that turned out for her. Well, she said it multiple times. <laughs> I'm doing it in a journalistic fucking aspect, right? Capacity. Yeah. I don't give a frozen fuck. I'm using that forever. I love that. I don't give a frozen fuck. T.I. You want to you uh, hear the T.I. one? Uh, yes. He comes in at number eight. T.I. is such an easy target. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know what this guy like Lupe Fiasco, like what do you do when you read that? Like when you're person- Nothing. Like, you send a nice note to Ghostface saying, thank you, Mr. Ghostface. I will fix my music. Really? You don't even, yeah. you don't even yeah. try to like come back at him hard and say, fuck you, motherfucker. I'm just asking. All right, I'm, I'm telling like, you, man. I ain't it. fucking with no Ghostface. You're probably on a list just for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's him, him on TI. This ain't two- His next <laughs> list is going to be the 10 wackest podcaster. Yeah. This ain't 2005G. I'll come in at number This two. ninja is a whole different animal right now. Paper Trail is actually cool, but Sun's been going downhill ever since that time, y'all. Maybe that's got to do with the sum. I think maybe he typed this now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> And that's how he types him. I'm picturing like The Shining, where this like his wife's email. like his wife's like Ghostface Killer. What have you been doing in that oh, room Ghostface all this whole Killer. winter? Yeah, like he <laughs> writes like, like looking at his like notes, his pages of notes. They're just like yo, I'm just cataloging whack rappers. He's like, shut up, <laughs> bitch! I told you to call me yeah. Fist of Hercules. You know, it, yeah, <laughs> I'm typing out who's whack. <laughs> And you know, I mean, he's. I'm gonna chase you through the maze, bitch. <laughs> it everything makes sense. He's just writing it in the way that he would speak. 
Uh, let's just face some of these facts, though. No Mercy was audio NyQuil, son. If you listen close, you could actually hear snoring in the background through all those songs and shit, B. Oh, God. Ninja, live the Crime Stopper shit. A re- give the Crime Stopper shit a rest. Stop getting knocked for stupid shit. Stop this weeping in the like courtroom. A, Stop trying like... to get ninjas to rock that Aku bullshit and just make another what, you know? And please, yo, no more of this inspirational joints where you get released again, G. We get it, yo. Come on, Clifford. <laughs> Either chill with all that... I don't even know what that means. Prog... Prog- progesterone shit. Progesterone? Progesterone. Oh, thank you. Jesus, I'm dumb. Just hip hop in your little cloud car and drive your ass back to the care a lot and leave rap alone until your manhood reemerges for, for some shit, not me. This oh, sounds yeah. like Steve V's letter to American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> There's like Swiss Beats what? one. Here's my favorite. One more. Number four, Chris Breezy Brown. Obviously, oh, biggest oh. scumbag on the planet. I love that Ghostface just attacks the shit out of him. Chris Breezy Brown, a.k.a. Young Ike Turner, a.k.a. the most emotional ninja alive, a.k.a. all caps, fuck this nigga's life. <laughs> I know Sun ain't a rapper, but how many of these ninjas really is anyway? This ninja could easily be number one on the list, but this competition kind of stiff these days, yo. Sun looks like he closes his eyes when he brushes his teeth, though. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of ninja that wraps his mouth on the outside of the bottle when he has a beer. I hate this soft-serve ninja with my entire heart, son. Get this pantyhose-hearted ninja out of my sight, B! <laughs> Imagine when he proofread this. Oh my I don't God. think there's enough ninjas in here. Pantyhose-hearted ninja. I love it. Get uh, this guy out of my sight, B. Dude, that's pretty hard. You just stop making music after that, right? Just yeah, you, you just take your, whatever money you have and just go away. I still want to battle him. Oh, Dave. <laughs> I really think, I mean, you know, I also want to battle Jay-Z. And I just actually Jay-Z I don't even want, I don't even want to story, battle Jay Z. I want to teach him about history because like all right, <laughs> his album's called Magna Carta Holy Grail. Like what the fuck does that mean? Like I'm just gonna name shit from history, like and I'm gonna put them together and I'm gonna be like, oh, this is my album title. It sounds deep, yo. And then, like he nah, actually mean. he actually had his album released next to a copy of the Magna Carta. Like that shit should have just burst Ugh. into flames. Like as soon as it was next to his album. It was yeah, like, this no. shit's called uh, Manifest Destiny War of eighteen twelve. Exactly. <laughs> Let's do this. It's just he's just called his fucking records your man back stupid, in the game. <laughs> I'd shit. like to see Ghostface rap over that. <laughs> Ghostface can rap over everything. He's a Brilliant freestyle. You know, all, all these, uh, they leave the Wu-Tang in there. Solo albums are like, ah, okay, except for like uh, only built for Cuban links or whatever. But all Ghostface albums are good. Iron Man. Well, at least. Uh, at least Supreme Clientele, Fist Scale. Fucking good shit. I would, I would have to say that Red Man has, uh, or, or, or RZA. Oh, definitely. The RZA, has, has the RZA has probably more, uh, more consistency. <laughs> Yeah, space. no, I I disagree about the consistency. The RZA, he the released whitest one whitest conversation I've ever heard. Yeah. Just well, I would up. have to say, I that think the the RZA has more I consistency more than everything. With... You're listening to NPR. ODB's <laughs> lyrics are a lot more dynamic. I find. Oh yeah, I guess you could say. I'm that Stuart about Weisenberg, Holy and I'm here shit. to give you a, a lowdown of the top hip hop albums of uh, 2013. <laughs> I take that back. Actually, ODB and uh, RZA solo albums, Ghostface and. Uh, uh, Raekwon, who also had a good song. They all, they all pretty much did pretty well. Uh, uh, fucking Method Man. Yo, what's up? He's got the Take best. Method Man, Man, for example. In the 90s. Take Method Man, for example. He's the best one. He's, it's arguably, he's very, he's very good. He's, he's a hard, good. He's a hard ass. I like him. Jesus Christ. But the, uh, I don't the even last, know you people anymore, The bro. last RZA album was like a, a sequel to the soundtrack of Afro Samurai, and that was beat. The first one was good. Thank Kung you. Fu Panda. 
For those of you who didn't hear that, it's the sequel. To Scott Bakula on the chat box is right. The Jizza is the best rapper. Liquid sw- Swords, B. I did. Uh, I, although Jizza loses points for doing uh, the score for every Jim Jarmusch movie, which just yeah. makes him like. I think that's the, why he was at ATP. The white man's puppet. <laughs> Jizza, you are the white man's puppet. And that is the. Oh, and, 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 and Jim Jarmusch is the whitest man. Like, short of albinos. Shit. Like, that uh, guy is the whitest guy. <laughs> I've got I got booted with that guy. He gave me something. He said that his girlfriend calls this weed wheelchair because after you smoke, it, it? you can't get up. No, Jim Jarmusch. Oh, oh, because <laughs> I actually I actually did smoke Wu Tang's weed um, on my 19th birthday, and I sat in a parking lot outside of a Kmart for two days, <laughs> <laughs> afraid to get out of my car Wait, because you... I was afraid that the asphalt would eat me. Oh, I thought you were the shopping cart guy. You failed to mention that. <laughs> When we were at uh, at ATP, when when Jarmish was there, uh, too much coffee, Bill Murray's. I believe, I believe it was, <laughs> I believe John's. You know they're calling Bill Murray's too, right? No. <laughs> when we were at the ATP with Jim Jarmish, I believe uh, John's wife was pretty much the fucking one behind this. We started playing Jim Jarmish punch buggy. Yeah, and every time we'd that, see yeah. Jim Jarmish, we'd start fucking punching Jim yeah. Jarmish punch. <laughs> so Jim Jarmish was just like every time he'd walk past us, we'd start wailing on each other. Yeah. He's like. <laughs> Tree is like, right. We did already tell this story. Mm, it doesn't matter. It's worth it. <laughs> but whatever. Not everyone's listening to every episode. <laughs> We're yeah, not Tree that exciting like, people. Tree will walk yeah. up to me and be like, hey, man, uh, garbage can football. And I'm like, what? He's like, oh, you don't remember from the show 46? You're going to be Fuck. that guy soon, Dave. <laughs> uh, I just listened to this one, episode 14, if you want to get nerdy. Thank you, Tree. Wow. <laughs> well, that is pretty nerdy. Holy shit. That's amazing. <laughs> Tree, I, should, Tree maybe, I love you. Maybe you should go play Magic the Gathering or something. <laughs> do, do you want to be a moderator on our website? <laughs> well, Frank, it looks like Tree listened to episode 14. <laughs> Again. All right, what else we got? We're going to do another uh, 10 minutes, then take a break, and hopefully when we come back... Um, yeah. Love our guest. Go ahead, Dave, sorry. I oh, know, it's okay. I uh, Dave, go over you some shit. I got, I got some shit I see to a talk list about. popping out here. I like this. I, I actually definitely wanted to talk about Sharknado. I don't know if anyone watched Sharknado. Uh, yeah, Damn Sharknado. I did not see it, and I'm mad. I'm, I'm, that I'm is sure a movie about a tornado full of sharks. But like, honestly, I'm sure I, be on again. I want to call bullshit on that. I think, okay. I think when you're that self-aware of how ridiculous your movie is, it's like snakes on a plane. It's not funny anymore. Right. I think you need to be earnest about it. There needs to be a certain amount of, like, I'm making something that's a masterpiece. Okay, then, Dave, what's your oh, opinion come on, on Bird- Bullshit. <laughs> no, they're all like that. They're all like they're all. No, I think Birdemic was sincerely fucking stupid. Like, well, I mean, like the room is really the one that kicked off this. Well, whole the original. I mean, like if you look, what are you nerds talking about? Shut up. A tornado full of sharks. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. I know about. that. I mean, it's badass. Oh, don't don't get me wrong. What's, like, what's Birdemic? Like, if I had a, if I had a nightmare about a tornado full of sharks, I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm fucking sweating. And that's a fucking tornado full of sharks, and that would be really scary. But like, <laughs> if I watched it on Sci-Fi, I'd be like, okay, whatever. That's but you think like it's like a Bollywood thing? Like they're just clowning. I know like, Bollywood movies are awesome. There's I no know, but, uh, but no. But I'm saying, like, do you think like that? Like they're okay. Let's make an intentionally camp movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, that, yeah. that's the point. That's the, what there was an interview with the uh, with the uh, writer of this, and it's actually it's it endeared me to the guy. It's a very short interview about uh, his writing of Sharknado and how he came to write the movie, and it's yeah, it's obviously everyone's in on the joke, and I mean, I don't know. Maybe people do sit around a table at some other network and think about a movie like let's put sharks in a tornado and no one laughs and they all nod their heads and like you know and they're not drunk well how many <laughs> how many how many people in the room have seen the room 
I don't know. What no, that is. I don't even know. You've what never that seen is. the room. No, okay, no. the room. I think is what kind of kicked off this I whole thing that. because it was like this That's insane vanity ever, project. Right? Oh yeah. yeah, but it's an insane vanity project from a guy who's clearly ESL. I mean, it's it's whacked out. Well, it's like Troll Two. I couldn't even get into but Troll Two. I, I think it's like you know, it wound like, up getting a cult following, and I think like people are trying to capitalize. I think on it's that. it's very too quotable. I it's too easy to get a cult following these days, dude. I mean, but uh, how I is it definitely? Sorry, I like Sorry, go ahead. Uh, how is it possible that it's such a cult following that I've never even heard of it? Though? Like, maybe not. <laughs> I've seen like it, but I've never even heard of it. I don't ago. mind it. I would sit down tonight at the Sci-Fi Channel and happily watch Sharknado. I think it'd be awesome. I, I, I think so. I get more enjoyment out of that than like fucking some other goofy movie on it. And by the way, dude, you got to read the Onion's review of the new Adam Sandler movie. It's pre- it's pretty oh, grown, up, grown Ups too, and that's almost like yeah, Grown Ups too. It's it's like that's Sharknado without the sharks and the tornado. See, I think uh, what stuff. kind of review is that? No, that's not the review. That's oh. me saying it. Like oh. it's completely unintentional. Well, like, I they tried... think it's going to be funny, or they think it's going to make money, and it's like the they, the the guy even says like they use stock footage in the credits in the beginning. Like it's horribly it's shot. It's one hour and forty minute SNL sketch. It's and the product placement. Like uh, Adam it's Sandler wakes up with an unopened Pepsi on his nightstand. Like what is that? That's that's lazy ass movie first, making. Me. I saw the first Grown Ups recently, and I have to say, fucking David Spade was very. Very funny in it. Everything else, horrible. I recorded Colin Quinn for that movie. For what? Drawn Ups 1. Really? I have to He's say, in that movie? I, think I have to so. say, yeah, uh, yeah. Salma yeah, Hayek is right? also in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. remember that. And that's that's okay with me. Yeah, oh, no. Uh, I'm going to really change your. I'm going to change She's hilarious. I'm going to change direction. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she cracks me up. That's so like. If you're in a room with her, trust me, she's the funniest person in the I, room. I need to. I need to get this off my chest. Uh, <laughs> to segue. Yeah, nice uh, segue. <laughs> uh, there is a website called EncoreCollectibles.com, and if you go to EncoreCollectibles.com, they are selling the Eagles Gold Record from Hotel California. Now, I would like to create a Kickstarter, and I, I want to know from the chat box and whoever would like to call in, how many of you would help me support. It would help support me in this Kickstarter to purchase the Eagles gold record for Hotel California and then destroy it or burn it on video. I can get behind that Look, Kickstarter. I hate I'm Kickstarter. I'll get behind it. I think that's this. a much better use of money than like... Look, this is the first time a Kickstarter has made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Usually it's like, uh, you know, Conan Cause, Neutrons. Because honestly, Sorry, if just I... Just kidding, Conan. Relax. There's a... Um, there's a David Cross bit where he talks about if he was a millionaire or a billionaire, he would take things that were precious to people and he would just make them not exist anymore. Like the like, original print of Alvin and the Chipmunks? Like you could just destroy things. I mean, like that's that's such an evil genius thing to do. That's why we need Andrew Mason on our side, so he could buy all this shit and we could burn it in the garage live in the air. Exactly. If I had billions of dollars, I would do things like erase the Eagles from, from popular memory. And I would start with their gold record for Hotel California. I'm sure there's a yeah. platinum record somewhere. Well, don't they make multiple start gold the records? Master there's, tapes. Not, there's not just one, right? Well, I mean, like... Oh, uh, man, if we get the masters Nick, of Hotel I mean, California and Nick burn from, those. Nick from my band. Get the two-inch. There's That'd no way... No, who would allow this? Whoever like, owns the masters. You well, pay you know, them enough money and there's that famous, done deal, there's pal. That, there's that famous story of, uh, of uh, the replacements being on, uh, on Twin Tone and they decided that they didn't want any of their albums to be released on CD, so they mm-hmm. broke into Twin Tone 
and grabbed all of their masters and threw them in the river because Prince lived down the river and they were hoping that they would wash up on Prince's shore so he would actually know what good music sounded like. Guy's got his own shore. I mean, if that's actually true. But they actually threw out um, Jonathan Richmond and the Modern Lovers rock and roll master, so that's never been on CD because... They threw, they grabbed it because Jonathan Richmond was next to the replacement, so they just like grabbed a bunch of shit and threw it in the river, and uh, that's the reason that that album has never been out on CD because they don't have the original masters, which I'm yeah I'm dorking out. What on a loss! <laughs> Jesus, wow. some fisherman's pulling that shit up right now. <laughs> Ken Jennings, I will fucking fight you too. <laughs> Ghostface you- Killer, I will rap battle you. Ken Jennings, I will trivia battle you. Wow, I, I'm ready how for you, this. I just you, want to fight someone. Dave, what are you drinking tonight? What tape you- in the Mississippi River? Speaking of, can I just say I just want to mention one. One thing real quick. I put magnets on drinking with Dave. Am I real? I just want to, one, one thing real quick about drinking with Dave. I never. I had my first date with Dave uh, two weeks ago. We went to the Mets game, and uh, you I was were, very jealous. And you were talking about going to opening day with him and how you guys had a little bit to drink. I got it was Sunday afternoon. I got hammered with this, this guy. This is the Sorry. greatest radio show I've ever been a part of. <laughs> I was it was hilarious. I think I have a problem. You know I what? once ate a crave case by myself. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have like one beer and a couple of hot dogs or something like that. We must have had about like nine beers that day. Well, it was fun. It was, I had a it was great good time. time. Did you have anything nine to beers. eat? We never ran out of things to talk about. No, it was it was it was the best mandate I've had in a while. Yeah. You want to look at this guy? Almond Joy's got nuts. Um, Mounds are fucking bullshit. I don't. All right, I'm done. Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm done. How I'm dare alone. you? You bring up Drunk Dave. I got a page that says Drunk Dave. I'm going to bring it up. We we actually have our second date tomorrow, I think. Mm. Oh, really? What are you guys yeah. doing? All-star well, fan fan finger bang. I'm supposed to go to that. Did Mario give you my tickets? It's, yeah, uh, by accident. I'll kick his ass. I asked him for Sunday. He gave me Saturday. On StubHub. Ugh. Oh, you know Tommy Rockstar's there. I know. I'm going to get a t-shirt. <laughs> he was like, if anyone's going to the All-Star Fan Fest, stop by our booth because uh, Underground Press is doing... Uh, is that what they're called? Yeah. yeah. He's at the Javits Center printing, I think. There's like an expo. Listen, I told him this weekend, I saw like at least three people in Chicago with faded risk reward t-shirts that were all distressed and looked like uh, came from like, uh, you know... Did he make the one that you gave me? Yeah, he made all those. Here. I I I washed it after that show. I didn't wash it before I played that show. Fuck it. And I washed it, and the um str- the the slash between the R and the R is starting to peel off. Are you listening? So are you listening, Tommy? I told him it wasn't a big deal, and he to- he offered to me. Uh, since I have to replace everyone's T-shirts, he offered. He offered me the, a, a new gig. He's like, "Oh, this would be great. Uh, I'll sell you the new ones at cost." I'm like, "Well." It doesn't really help. Like me. I fucked up Albini's your... risk reward T-shirt looks perfectly, and interns are washing them. So that's maybe like, these people are not yeah, using like the you proper go, you, detergent. Maybe, maybe. Listen, Listen, it's it's like going, them inside out when you put them in the dryer. That was the bar I turn them inside out. Reward T-shirts. I wash them on cold. I, I like. I fucking air dry that shit. I don't dry them with heat. But all I know is really you air dry T-shirts. Oh, totally. No way. Where outside in a clothesline? No, I mean like I do them in the air fluff on the dryer. And, and you're I, getting married? What yeah. kind of dryer? Are you a girl. I have the same dryer since 1975. There's no air fluff setting. It's like hot. <laughs> not hot. Hot or off? Not hot. <laughs> not hot. I don't understand. I, but yeah, it's like going into PC Richards. All my shit looks pretty new. And yeah. I, I wash my shit in hot, and he I don't. He said I don't something do it about it out. being the last batch that they use. Something. I don't know. Please. I washed mine. It survived. It did fine. Uh, so I guess the moral of the story is, Tommy's a charlatan. That's right. And if Richie wow. Ramone, if you're listening, of the Ramones, that's right. Tommy Rockstar sucks, and he loves the Ramones. So hate. Don't him. ever oh. print t-shirts <laughs> with the Underground Press. <laughs> they. Oh, I'm just care. Uh, you know, I'm not. That's beef. Uh, yeah. 
Well, and if he ran into you, he would ignore you because he was looking for Izzy. They la- that was a couple years ago. They lasted a couple years. Your thing started peeling off, really? One wash. Fuck. But now, see, I've had one for a couple of years, and I've washed it. Yours looks Born fine, right? And mine looks fine, so. Okay. Yeah, what's with I, I your gotta, abrasive I, washing, Dave? I'm sorry. What, are you man. washing them on stones out in the yard? Yeah, what are you up to? What do you bring him down to the fucking? No, I'm engaged. Bring him no, I make my fiance do beat that. Beat him in a rock. <laughs> I think he's getting them. I think he's getting them mixed in with his homemade acid wash jeans. <laughs> Dude, tie dye that shit. I paid good money for them to be acid washed. I didn't do it myself. Yeah, just so you know, it doesn't mean you add LSD to the fucking laundry cycle. Oh, <laughs> that's for bleach. I don't know who rambling pejorative is, but uh, th- apparently people have stopped listening to the show and started exchanging porn. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Nothing That's wrong good. with that. All right. Well, as long as you're listening to us while you're touching yourself, <laughs> let's take a <laughs> yeah, let's take, take a break. break and uh, when we come back, think, it'll be close to nine o'clock, and we'll have the famous Richie Ramone of the freaking Ramones, Ramones calling in, hopefully, and uh, we'll talk to him about all sorts of stuff. His <laughs> new album. And uh, well, you never know. He, he might have listened to the first hour. Exactly. Right. I always think that. You like, might hear maybe. how tanked well, Dave is getting. He learned some stuff. I'm not that tanked. Well, no, he learned. Dave's he learned fine. about whack ninjas, and he learned how to tie a tie. Right. Exactly. We're we're the DIY channel. Goddamn right. <laughs> we should be a fucking not for profit. Stuff you should blow. We already are. We're, we're, not, we're not making a profit. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, right. I'll tell not. you that. There's uh, no profit here, right? Uh, and John's so literal man. Ronnie Danger. <laughs> I tell you, I have a radio show. It's on Friday nights. No one listens. All right? <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's, it's, I don't know why I do it. I, you, I hit buttons. Sounds come out, all right? Her name is yeah, Buttons. All right. all right. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back with Richie Ramone, the fastest and most aggressive and most awesome drummer the Ramones have ever had, in my opinion. Uh, and mine, too. Thank yeah. you. I'm back in that. All right. Thanks. Cosign. We'll be back. Don't touch that mouse. Live from Barrage, we'll be right back. JSP. Oh, JSP. JSP is Sue this. Somebody put something in my drink. Somebody. Watermark. Thank you. God, I love that song. Yeah, that's a good one. That's it's Richie singing in the back. Yeah. He, I actually, I always assumed that Dee Dee did the whoa, whoa yeah, Hugs. yeah. It's me Richie. Too. Richie yep. did the whoa, whoa Hugs. I, I thought so seems, too. It, it sounds like a logical progression of the Ramon sound to me. But I mean, that is the only example of a Ramon singing backups. 
I would ask him about that too. <clears throat> like, and, uh, and I think the songs got a little darker and like a little more faster. evil or something, you know, too. Like, but was that kind of pro- like it may skankier, like just dirtier? Was or that something? a product of the times? I mean, I know, I know, Richie in the past has has said that it was the influence of hardcore. All the Ramones have said that it's the influence of New York hardcore. I mean, growing up in in that time period, I can definitely say that that music in general got darker. And then I think that the Ramones went from well, which is essentially something they started. Yeah, I mean they they but someone you know other people took the mantle and and went crazy with it, and I, I guess they felt the need to to keep up. <laughs> Give with me that. back my mantle! How dare you? <laughs> oh, it don't steal my mantle. <laughs> but on the other end of the spectrum, Pepe Marcello from uh, Good Rats, rest in peace. You killed. Me. I didn't. All right, so so growing up on Long Island, uh, the Good Rats are a band that probably only people from Long Island know. I, I, I would I would I would hasten to say that that most people outside of Long Island do not know who the Good Rats are. The Good Rats were the quintessential 60s, early 70s rock band that never made it. But they were from Long Island, and they were very well known on Long Island. They were a local club band. Yes, they actually were offered the opportunity to open for the Doors on their first tour, to which they responded, we don't want to open for those guys. They're never going anywhere. Mm. So, good, obviously... Good call. Good call. Exactly. I mean, yep. those Doors, who, who, who knows <laughs> those guys? But uh, Pepe Marcello... Uh, I actually uh, was in a band with uh, my old the old guitarist in one of my bands. His father got in a fist fight with Pepe Marcello at a Taco Bell, and uh, those are the kind of stories, what? Those are the kind of stories. <laughs> those are the kind of stories that you hear growing up, yeah. uh, where the local semi celebrity gets in some kind of fight with someone, and uh, <laughs> there's a Taco I Bell involved. I love that it's at a Taco Bell. But uh, you know, I, I I feel really bad because I uh, I made a joke to Chris Woody McDermott. About fucking Bud Lights, twenty-seven rings, baby. <laughs> I made a joke about the Good Rats, and uh, the next day, Pepe Marcello, the singer from the Good Rats, passed away. And you uh, killed Pepe Marcello. I, that's what Chris Woody McDermott said. He said, "I killed Pepe." Twenty-seven I, rings, baby. I fucking really, sports ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't think I killed Pepe Marcello, but I feel bad if I did. <laughs> so, Sorry. Uh, anytime I ever had sex with a girl from Long Island, her father would go, "So you're in a band?" I'm like, "Yeah," and they go. You know the good rats? <laughs> good rats. Yeah. You know Zebra? Can I tell you something? You don't play the downtown. You, you, <laughs> Dave thinks that uh, Woody would uh, not crap the good rats, but uh, their biggest hit blows. That song stunk, man. Uh, what is the hit? We played Tasty. Yeah, so which is, yeah. Hey, man, they were never recorded. What was their rocking uh, song? They are, they, well, they are well known for having um, Bruce, uh, the replacement guitarist from Kiss. Bruce Kulik? Bruce, Bruce Kulik? I was going to say Bruce Kulik joking around. Bruce Kulik was one of the guitarists of the Good Rats at one point, pre-Kiss, Before obviously. he was in Kiss? Yes, pre-Kiss. Oh, wow. No shit. Pre-Kiss. They were known as the mediocre rats at the time. <laughs> <laughs> they were Decent called, rats. They were called the eh rats. <laughs> the B-team rats. The fair, the fair to Midland rats. <laughs> <laughs> the fine rats. They were. They're okay. You'll, you'll do rats. Right. Yeah. The twelve uh, people on a Wednesday rats. <laughs> By uh, the way, Pat, I went through the uh, people we had there, and we totally had way more than twelve people on Wednesday, and we, we drew like eighteen. So I don't know what Michael Broomfield is talking about. I know you listen to this broom, broomy. That's your new name, broomy. <laughs> Didn't he used to play keyboards in Genesis? Who the fuck is Michael Broomfield? <laughs> All I know is everything was settled. And I hate to talk about this because my wife's going to kill me. Uh-oh. And I was outside, like, all drunk, like, yeah, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get my money. I'm going to give it to you guys, you touring band named Car Bomb, because I'm feeling all right. And, you know, I always get, we always give the money to the touring band. I don't give a shit about 20 bucks or whatever yeah. it is. Give it to the touring band. These they guys need to gas, fill up man. the gas. Yeah. You, and James Mason, you. <laughs> so I went inside and they were like, oh, there's no number. There's no money. And um, 
Hold on a second. Yes, uh, call here on the air. Yo, man, Richie Ramone here. What's yeah. happening? Yeah. How you doing, Richie? Great, 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 great. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Awesome. Are can you, in you a- hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. It sounds like you're in a pool hall or something. Are you... <laughs> no, it's in my living room, but the dog's barking. So. Oh, okay. What kind of dog you I got three. Like I have a, I have a boxer, and then I have two mintons. Oh, nice! So some rescue, you know, mixes. Oh, I love boxers. Jack Nappy, Curly Fry, and Greta Ramone, man. <laughs> curly Fry. I like do that. your do your boxers have like uh, the red eye thing going on with the the tears coming down? Yeah, this, yeah. She's almost a year old, but they say I don't know. It looks like the eye socket's too big for the eyeball. You know? Yeah, right. It looks but like their eyes. Are kind they of- may have to like. Tighten up the. Uh, I never. Yeah, they, do none of they that, have problems. I have a bulldog, and he's on his. You know, he's old. He's on his last thing. So I, I feel you, buddy. I know where you're coming from. They, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't do well. I mean, no, they do okay. I, I, great know, dogs. Great I dogs. I don't care about it. as long as it doesn't. You know, they're not in any pain. I don't do nothing. You know, I don't care what they look like. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, all, they're cute though. <laughs> That's good. So where, thank where, you so where, much for calling in, Richie. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no. We're very great. excited. I mean, we're in Queens. We're at a radio show. Every single person at this bar, I think, uh, is a uh, huge good. Ramones fan. Like, uh, the Ramones are our favorite band. And I know, you know, you don't want to get stuck talking about the Ramones forever and all that stuff. But uh, we'll have t- to acknowledge it. Talk about all sorts of things. Sure. If that's okay whatever, with you. whatever you want to talk about. You got when time? it gets out of line, I'll tell you to shut the fuck up. You know? <laughs> that's my guy. I, that's Excellent. It. I like the way this is going. I like the way we're off to a good start. <laughs> So, so I have to ask, starting off, um, you know, the the story of of CJ replacing Dee Dee is like a huge story. Everyone knows that, but no one really knows the story of you replacing Marky. And I know you were in Velveteen and you were in the shirts. How did that come about? How did you know the Ramones? How, like, did you audition? How did that How did that work out? Well, you led into it with the shirts. The shirts had this three story house with a recording studio in Brooklyn in the day and. It was the hangout. I mean, we hung out there every day and every night. And little Matt, one of the roadies, was there. And, uh, you know, we were hanging, and he said he had to go, you know. And I said, where are you going? And he said, well, the Ramones are auditioning drummers. And that's just how it happened. I forget who they were working with, but it wasn't working. I told him to put my name in that hat. and you didn't know any. Then, you didn't know any of the guys up until this point? No, none of them. Right. Just a blind audition, you know, and I, I, I knew Matt, who, you know, was the roadie. Right. And that's how it happened. And Monty, Monty the Road Cat Melnick called me up. I still have that cassette. Remember the old phone machine? Yeah, cassette sure. Cassette? You, you suction in? cup to the, to the other end of the phone so you can take <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, and he said the Ramones want to audition. You can come down here, learn a couple songs, and that's how it went. And that's but the it, funny you, thing, I was in that band for like... I don't know, three, four, and five months. You know, they never told me I was in the band. I was doing shows and everything. I was like, what the fuck? What is this, like a five-month audition? <laughs> you know, and then, uh, you know. and then At this point, but, you're, a, you're a known guy, like, on the scene. Like, you know, everyone knows, you know, you've been playing since you were 11 years old. You're you're a good drummer. You're like, what is this Younger than that, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, you started yeah, touring at 11. I started 11. studying at four. At four. Amazing. And what did you listen to, like, jazz drummers, like Gene Krupa and stuff like that, and Buddy Ridges? I remember my father had this record. Yeah, that stuff. Remember Herb Albert, Tijuana Brass. Oh, that? Oh. <laughs> Everyone with a record collection has about seventeen Herb Albert uh, records. You can yeah, find them yeah, at any yeah, you know, store. And, 
<laughs> I don't know. See, I had my, my brother is five years older than me, so I was always he was always in bands. So I was five years ahead of the curve, and he was in like big funk bands and shit like that. So I learned how to play, you know, that kind of stuff as well as the rock. And you know, I think for any drummer listening and learning all kinds of music helps you bring out your rock rather than just listening to rock and roll oh, and yeah. playing the beat. You know, it kind of makes you more versatile. So absolutely. So I was always, you know, I used to go to the Catskill Mountains and we'd play for the comedians up there at all those nightclubs. You know, I was only like. 10 going up there and they were like 15 and our parents would drive us there and you know the comedians would come and throw sheet music at you and you had to do the show it was a lot of fun yeah. so were you reading what was it real sheet music or like charts yeah yeah no i learned how to read music and all that stuff yeah that's what i did i did that too oh yeah but, yeah i didn't join the ramones though but i <laughs> uh, <laughs> that for me when oh, you're, you're too late now right? <laughs> i'm too late but i just did set up a drum set upstairs for my son so he's on it so when you, oh, when you okay. Richie, <laughs> Richie, uh, when you yeah. when you when you joined the Ramones and you said you were in there for three or four months and you're playing gigs mm -hmm. with them and everything and like you didn't even, you weren't even certain about your status as to whether or not you were in the band. Uh, yeah, it was kind of bizarre. I didn't, you know, it wasn't like they actually said, "Okay, you're in." Yeah, you didn't in find fact, out that day. I was calling myself Richie Bo at that time when I was in Velveteen, B-E-A-U. I don't know where that ever came from, some stupid French name it sounds like. <laughs> and, uh, and we go to the in-stores, and the kids who have Richie Bo on those 83 records, because I wasn't signing Ramon in those first couple months. Oh, wow. It was all three, you know, all three of them and then Richie Bo. You know, now when I'm on tour, they want me to sign Richie Bow, and I said, uh, uh whoever has that, you know, has some, you know, little valuable little thing, because that only was for like 90 days I did that. <laughs> it's like so. you're in a baseball team, and you give the other guy your number. Yeah, seriously. You know, yeah. you, you know what always bothered me, Richie, is is you never did any of the signings, um, you know, when they, I mean, there was a couple for the We're, we're Out of Here, and for uh, the Ramones Anthology, like, they... They claimed that they got the whole group together and they didn't have you there. Did they ask you to do any of those signings? No, they, you know, I wasn't on the website after. I, they just pretended. And I don't know how you can do that, but you can't pretend. Yeah. And it wasn't Joe, you know, God rest his MD, you know. It was other people in the camp. And right. they tried to make it like I was never in that band. Right. And it was like, how do you do money, that? Guys. Five years, all these shows, three albums. Uh, the you kids played, know better than that, you know? You played such a huge chunk of the shows. What did they play, Dave? 2000? You, you played over 500 of the yeah. 2,200. But they paid like 2,600 or something yeah, shows like that. Yeah. So, and you got, so they, you got no piece They just like pretended I wasn't there. You know, and, speaking and, of that, we were looking at I never knew this. My friend Jay Levitz, who actually tried out for bass for the Ramones and uh, did not make it. He uh, told me, he's like, look at the cover of Ramones Mania. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, I'm sure you do, but... Uh, they, like, blocked out the R on your name? Oh, yeah, and called it Itchy, right? Itchy, itchy. yeah. What yeah. a, what a that's scumbag. Yeah, you know, bullshit. And, well, I never paid attention to, you know. Yeah, that's I, petty like, bullshit. You know, they I mean, wanted me to get into that thing, and I just never talked. I didn't talk for right. a long for time. You, but take the high road. What a, like, it's, it's really childish, the whole business. Mm -hmm. you know? Richie, it, it, in, the, in the beginning, like w when that happened from the get-go, like where you're in the band for three or four months, and but, they're not acknowledging your existence, uh, <clears throat> did you have to confront them? No, I said, you know, yeah, I said, I'm in the band or whatever. And then, you know, what is this with this Ramon? They said, oh, yeah, this is stupid to sign Ramon, you know. 
Right. So once I was in the band, I got to sign Ramon, and what you know. Then, then we went, you know. But, well, that, but did that come up with, like, like was there a bump in pay all of a sudden? Oh, okay, well, I guess you're a Ramon now, or? No. There was never a bump in pay. That you had to confront for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they were they were just paying you for the performance, not for uh, you didn't get a cut of any of the merch and stuff like that. I mean, I, I don't mean to, to have No, that's it. fine. No, the merch didn't happen, but, you know, performance and playing on the records, I did very well on those records. Oh, good. We were, good. Get, we were getting, you know, they, you know, the lawyers took care of me on that end because we were getting a lot of money to record a record and we record it for, like, peanuts. You know right. what I'm saying? Were those records I record on those records. All those albums is maybe two takes, but they're just one take, man. Nice. I just went, bump, did it, done, and like a day and a half recorded like sixteen songs, and I'm gone, and took a big paycheck to the bar. That well, actually, that, that's what I was gonna. One of my questions for you. This is Mike here. I wanted to ask you, hey, like, Mike. how you doing? What it was like uh, going in for Too Tough to Die with Tommy as the producer. I mean, was that kind of like was that he was influence? great? Tommy was on my side. Tommy was, you know. He understood. He liked my drum, and he thought it, you know, it added a lot, and uh, and the fact that I could sing and all that other stuff. So yeah, Tommy was totally behind it. You That's know? cool. And Tommy got us back on that album to a little more of a raw sound and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? I think it definitely the Ramones took like a darker. You know, heavier turn with you in the band, and I like it. You know, I'm definitely my friend. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing how drummers can change the sound of a band. You Absolutely, know? people and, don't realize that, but it, it can happen, and, and that's what happened. We became, you know, a little more aggressive, like Didi said. It became a little more aggressive, but that was a sign of the times. It wasn't that laid back punk. It was just in your face. Well, you know, it, it was like a train coming at you. It you was. Know? It was such a big change from like Pleasant Dreams and Subterranean Jungle, which were pretty much pop albums you know you had that like that right. you know there was a lot of you know subterranean jungle had a cover of uh, you know a little bit of soul on it i mean it was very like that 60s pop and yeah and it's it's funny because that always seemed like that was where from like the history that's where joey really wanted to go but then too tough to die came out that was completely like a almost a 180 back into like acknowledging that New York hardcore had happened and all of that and, and like that that whole sleazy punk. Yeah, punk was getting a little tougher and I, I think that you must have been a huge part of that. Was there ever a conversation about that or was it just the way that you guys played together? It's just the way that it happened, you know. I mean, what happened at that time we got really fast, you know, because of, you know, Brought the, the hardcore up. stuff and the speed metal was out then. And that's why I'm not Jesus. I wrote has that speed metal part. Yeah, that's the most like hardcore. That's a, that's a yeah. Thing. That wrote that song? Eat that rat song and that and that and Warthog are pretty much like the most just right. crazy intense songs. I actually right. wanted to ask, and this might be a little uh, controversial of a question. There's been a lot of rumors about um, Johnny not really playing on the albums. I don't know if like from your experience of of, of the you know what your experiences were during the recording. Was Johnny the guitarist? I mean, did did he play and then other people supplemented it? I don't know if that's something that you want to talk no, about. No, well, you can... Well, listen to the first record, you know? You can hear Johnny. As the albums went along, he got quieter and quieter, but he did play on everything. <laughs> he got lower and lower in the mix, let's put it that way. <laughs> you know, and, and people, you know... And Dee Dee, you know, those were those were pretty much, you know, always redone, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotcha. But you're a, we were you're a live band that worked that way. When it came to the recording for them, anyway, it was, you know... Well, John seemed disinterested from after I reading his book and stuff, from what I understand. You know, he said he trusted Daniel Ray to just go in and do a couple of riffs and whatever, guitar slides, and get out of there. But it sounds like he did a lot more. 
No, yeah, there was, there was, yeah, there was stuff going on, gotcha. especially you know, like you know, the uh, Phil Spector album too. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, I don't know who played on that record. You know? <laughs> I don't think, I think Joey really just sang John on Lennon it. And really. I think yeah, it sounds to me like all studio music. That's yeah. I had always heard the. Rumor, I don't know. I had always heard the rumor that Mickey Lee had actually played guitar on the early records, and then. Uh, Walter Lur had played on some of the later records right before you had joined, and then a combination of uh, of Daniel Ray and other session players had pretty much taken on the mantle of, of a guitarist later. Yeah, well, Walter he played on Two Up to Die. He played, you know, those leads on that record. Mm. So I know that, you know, he was in the studio for that. So, uh, where are you from originally, Richie? New Jersey, Jersey, New Jersey. What where part else? of Jersey? Clifton, real close to the Lincoln Tunnel. Oh, okay. Well, Forsake, New Jersey is where I'm really from, and then I went to Clifton. Clifton? And then I went to Clifton? high school and Wayne, Wayne Hills High School. <laughs> right. So I was okay. always really close to the city. Do you hate recording? You'd much rather play live, right? No, I don't hate recording. I hate I like, it. I like it, it all. I mean, you know, <laughs> recording I like, you know, to me, you know, with the digital age, people are getting too hung up on, like, Editing, let's edit it later. Let's right. edit it later. Fix you know, it in the shrink wrap. you would have to. You'd need like a mile long of tape to tape the two inch right. back together. I was just going to say, all right. the, so all the, all I like recording, but I like to get you know a bunch of takes, but get one great take between the guitar with the band, you know, live, and then maybe fix one bass note or fix something like that. But you still need. You know, Sal, my dear, these, you know, they, they were a bunch of takes. But, you, you know, when you start chopping like that, you use that, you, you lose the live feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So Did you guys record I mean, everything? Sure, to... you got to treat it like it's analog when you're, you know, laying down the track. Say, uh, you know, I don't like to jump in. Okay, let's cut in there and I'll do this or I'll hit a crash over here. Can you edit that? Right, fuck that's that. That's just too much. Yeah. You know, that's stupid. Just play it. Do you, get, you guys right. recorded everything to two-inch tape when you were in the band? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's what he did. Go ahead, Dave. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I actually had a question about uh, you know regarding recording versus your live shows that you're going to play now that the album is coming out in October. Uh, right. Wondering, you're doing the tour afterwards. Are you singing or are you playing drums or is it a combination of the two? How are you going to do that in a live setting? Well, that's a good question. It is a combination. You know, I have Tommy Bowen who was in Warlock. I have a shredder. Yeah. And I have wow. a, uh, a Claire Mistake, a punk rock Claire Mistake, and Isn't then that I have Doro band, yeah, uh, yeah. Warlock was Doro Pesh's band. Yes. Yeah. This guy can. This guy can play. And you know, you know. And I always hung out with Joey. We when we were in the back of the bus, we listened to more heavier stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, ACDC, and he always had that metal thing. That's why he always liked. We always hung around with Richie Stotts and stuff. You know, from the Plasmatics. And uh, so, so Ben. I come out front and Ben jumps on the drums. He's he's a great drummer. He's he's like my you know dual guy. So that's what happens. You know, I start the show and I come up front two or three times doing the show and do a couple of songs. You know, because it, it starts it gets a little weird if you're just sitting behind the yeah, kick. Yeah, totally. Night. That's I mean that's awesome because I was I was thinking you know seeing you live I'd love to watch you play drums because that's like the the, the legend there is watching you play. But, yeah. But also being able to like watch you sing and like interact with the crowd. Right. I kind of figured. Yeah, it was yeah the you got to come up and interact with the crowd. Let them you know they steal your jewelry when you get up there and <laughs> stuff like that. We'll, and, we'll you know, come. You know. 
I'll never get away from the drums. I mean, you know, you know, I don't want to be a front man all night either. But the the way the show works, it's really cool. Right to the encores, how we space it and make that move really quick, and this, you know, will you be bringing this tour to New York? Yeah, we're gonna this, this, we're gonna go everywhere. So right, you know, I was just waiting. You know, we we've done some shows, but I want to do full blown tours now. Now what's here and here and abroad, Richie? What's the deal with like uh, uh, playing the songs you wrote? Do you own those songs? You own the publishing rights, obviously, so that's fine. But uh, on yeah, the- I own those songs. So are those own- are all right. you know. I recorded all those as well as eight new ones. And I think I'm putting four on the record and holding back two for something else. Right, but, but they're they're uh, re-recorded, right? Because you don't have uh, yeah. the performance rights or whatever. However, these extortionists like ASCAP or whoever works, you know. You, yeah, they're you, re-recorded <laughs> with me singing and all that stuff. Right. All oh, right. Cool. Awesome. And when you play it on tour, so you're playing. Uh, you could play like uh, the songs you wrote in the Ramones, no problem, right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> we weren't sure about the legality. You, you can play anything you want, you know. I'm not a lawyer. That's why I played the songs you wrote, and I'll probably get sued by the estate of Johnny Ramone, even though there's only Oh, yeah, that phone call's coming. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're listening over there. Don't worry. I'm going to edit all that out, and I'm going to replace it with the good rats. <laughs> just going to replace it with a 1K tone. <laughs> no, and we give them this, and then I give them, you know, a couple classics throughout the night, you know, for the kids. Yeah, absolutely. You know, People, you know. know. so it you, all works out great. And, did, and you know, maybe one or two something I wrote with Dee like, you know, a Warthog, which I didn't write. Right, but, but you sang They kind of relate that song to me because I screamed that part oh, out loud. You were, you were so they, kick ass. You were the most iconic part of that song. I mean, that, that is the, like. I think we should all do it right now. Whoa! It's <laughs> so the best. It's like you know, I for, I forgot. Me and hair. That is sat- my childhood in a song. I just have to tell you, Richie, like that, like like I I made out with girls listening to that song. <laughs> Although I don't know, like I don't know how a girl would make out with me listening yeah, to Warthog. Pretty but aggressive I mean, makeout session. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, no. wow, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that was like Barry White music. Exactly. Where you did, well, you I, know. I forgot for, how many awesome songs that, that were on those albums. Till Hairdo and I sat here in the garage last night cleaning up and doing other stuff. You know, getting ready for the show and listening to the, the three albums around Too Tough to Die, Halfway to Santa, the Animal Boy, and we're like, oh my God, these are albums full of like hit songs. These well, songs I are believe beasts. In, I Believe in Miracles is on there. Yeah. Um, right. Garden of Serenity, I think. is, is yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. so many good songs that like are just you know killer songs. And, and, and I feel like, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Johnny Ramone had, had, had rated all of the Ramones albums and he had talked about, you know, mm-hmm. what, uh, and I, I know you've, you've, you know, in end of the century, you had talked about, uh, you know, you had alluded to the the problems that you had had with with Johnny. Um, he actually rated the albums that you were involved with as the best albums, pretty much that they yeah, had done in did. the eighties, which which is a huge, a huge mm-hmm. thing. And I think that 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 is definitely telling. I mean, I, I think between you and and the return of of Marky slash the um, the leaving of Didi, that 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 kind of signaled the for a lot of people the end of the Ramones. You know, like that was. Right. That was pretty much when it stopped being the Ramones and started being kind of more of a revival act. And uh, as far as, as as the music goes and the albums that you worked on, which ones were you most proud of? What what like was there a moment in the Ramones that you were most, whether it's a live show or an album, what were you most proud of as far as the Ramones go? I don't know. I don't get too proud over nothing. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, you Good know, attitude. 
I think all the albums were good. He did a great job. The songwriting was cool. I mean, uh, somebody put something in my drink. They did that in the show to the last show after oh, yeah. I left. Oh, yeah, that's you a know? great one. I wanted to ask you a weird question about that. I know I know the answer to it already, but is it declarative? Like, somebody put something in my drink. Oh, my God. Or is it like a directive? Like, you're telling someone, man, I need a roofie. Somebody put something in my drink already. No, <laughs> It's a true story. When uh, I used to hang out, when I first moved to the city, you know, we'd go to the, we'd go to the nightclubs, and um, we had no money. So when people got up to dance, we steal the drinks, and you know, we drink whatever we could steal. So sure. we just kept mixing it, and then you know. I got off on acid. Somebody had some shit in one of the drinks. So oh. that's how that whole that's how that whole story. You got it, really? Huh? <laughs> you got yeah, it? Yeah, I got the lucky drink. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Nothing. You're freaking just, out. You had a good twelve hours of fucking yeah, freaking out. Yeah, had a good 12, 14 hours and went home. <laughs> the drink was mad. After oh, that man. happened, I didn't have to steal any more drinks. <laughs> so I, I have to ask too. Um, I know you've talked a lot about your your situation with not being allowed to contribute as many songs as you would like to the albums that you were involved with and uh right. you know the the whole it would affect Johnny's pay, you know Johnny's right. wallet and all that um if you had so many songs left over how come it's 2013 and we're just seeing a solo album from you now i mean like is there a whole bunch of songs that you haven't done anything with i mean are we should we expect a you know five more albums after this no i don't, I don't know if you expect five more albums <laughs> you know I, I left the scene for a while you know after what do you that, do for a, i came out to la and i just you know you have a straight, I just straight was exhausted job? i probably didn't do nothing for like 10 years man what do you, you know? what do you do richie do you like have a straight job you work or something or uh, no I, there was, a, there was a point where i was in like uh, yeah i did take a job and i was in like some kind of management thing i had to get out of this uh this, you know, I just got out of it, you know, it was too much for me. <laughs> yeah. So I took my rest and um, then came back, you know, I wanted to reinvent myself and that's why I did the symphony stuff. Right. And yeah, then we I went to the Joy Ramon bash and then, you know, after you get away from the scene for a while, your stomach's churning like something's missing in your life. Yeah, we're you talking were... to uh, Richie Ramon of, uh, of uh, the Ramones and his new album is in, called Entitled, right? You got it. Your album is entitled, entitled. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I mean it's called entitled, so it's like all right. But it's entitled. Yeah, I'm entitled. fucking entitled. That's yeah. what I like it. I like it's it. coming out on DC Jam Records in the fall. Is that correct? October eighth. Yes. October. Do you have a solid date on that, or the digital comes it's out October first? October eighth, hitting the street, and I think like I don't know, two or three weeks earlier, it comes online. And then the vinyl comes out in December. Oh, nice. So. Oh. We're a big vinyl. Thank Can't you. wait for the vinyl. Thank That'd you. Awesome. Now, you, I have to you ask sold you. five vinyl. So, <laughs> yeah. Richie, I, I wanted to ask, like, you said, like, you tried to reinvent yourself. And, like, you're in the, you know, that Ramones documentary. Like, you're wearing a suit. You clearly you do not right. look like, you know, the typical punk dude. I figured right. you got out of it and got into banking. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about no, that. But, yeah, you're right. I, forgot. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. But, um, like, I mean, like, was that was a conscious decision of you? Like, were you trying to, like, get yourself away from the, the whole thing of it? I, I guess yeah. the suit was I guess from really wardrobe. what I'm asking is, like, would you consider, like, your tenure with the Ramones as an albatross or as a positive? A positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, are you sick of talking about now, the remote? You know, I was a kid. I'm, I was way younger than those guys. And, you know, if I look back now, was it the most brilliant thing to walk? 
Probably not, but there were a lot of circumstances, and when you're a kid, you don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? How old were so, you when you joined the Ramones? Uh, how old was I? 24, 25. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty young. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and walking so, at 30 is young, too. Are you married, guy? I was, and, you know, 20 years I was married. Uh, were you married back then? No. But you were married when you were touring around with the Ramones? No. <laughs> <laughs> is that tough? Were a lot of groupies in the Ramones? Like, uh, is a lot of stuff going on there? It was, uh, you know, other guys have girlfriends and stuff. What's the deal? Is like, is he you getting late every night? Is basically what I'm asking. Sorry. Twice. <laughs> oh man, yeah. God you know, damn it! No, I gotta it was, stop it practicing. Was pretty crazy, you know. You know, it was just. It was really crazy. You know, it was a different time then. It's not yeah. like now. Sure. Less syphilis. I got to ask you, when you went back down to South America with Mickey Lee, were, were the Ramones fans still there? Were they mobbing you? Was it, was it crazy? Was it, was it Yeah, it's always crazy there. Probably you know, South America and Spain, the Latin countries are the biggest Ramones fans. Right. You could play ever. a Pantera's tape and the whole place, would, they'd have riots. They don't care down there. They're going no, nuts. The, I mean, the Ramones are like the Beatles in South America. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's true. They just love their rock and roll there, you know, and... And then that goes into Europe, you know, where you don't have to have a hit on the radio like America for people to come people out. Come you out know to what the I'm shows. saying? Absolutely. I, I understand. I work with they, a touring band. It's more, you know, they just come out there, you know, they like their rock and roll. I so. was very surprised to hear that Rockaway Beach is the first, the, the, the highest charting Ramon song. Like, that makes no sense to me. And not that you're not on that song, but I'm just saying, anyway, go ahead, Hair Dude. What are you going to say? Well, I, I, this is a Ramones question, but I'm they not just punch me in the were, penis. Were you part of the No Melnicks Club? Um, <laughs> I don't know. No. I, I don't think so. No, all right. I don't remember that story when I was in the band. Maybe that came later. My, oh, okay. Our friend Woody, who uh, who is a big fan of the show, he's been on a couple times. He knows everything about metal and uh, and punk rock. He, he he gave me a couple questions to ask you, so let me ask these questions. They're not bad or anything. Okay. Just, I don't even know what these half of these mean. They're really quick. Uh, was Richie a fan? Were you a fan of Marky's drumming in Dust? I'm not a fan of Marky in any respect. <laughs> in fact, we've never even spoken to each other. Really? Ever. Oh, ever? So that, that was one of ever, my questions. Not even hello. Wow. Wait, so in 2011, when you guys were, or I think it was 2011, when you guys were inducted with the uh, Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award, it was the first time you were all under the same roof. You t- right, you t- and I, when I walked the red carpet with Tommy, he tried to get Marky to get that shot, you know. Right. He went running away. He walked right by me, wouldn't say hello. I, I don't know what his thing is, but, is it, you know, you know I, it's just that, you know, we, we've never, we've never spoke. Never. But, That's you know, so as strange. far as drumming skills, come on. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, you've got him. There's no him. question. Got him, <laughs> no got question him, whatsoever. Just one more. Uh, let's see. We already went through this. Uh, uh, is it, do you ever play Lemores with the Ramones? Oh, yeah. I remember that place. Is it that, true that uh, you guys used to bring an extra PA so you'd be louder than the metal bands? Yeah, we always we always <laughs> traveled with our own PA, a whole truck full. <laughs> every, awesome. cl- every little club we went to, we bought our own PA. That's we had crazy. our own sound That's people. As, you know, as a guy. And, and Johnny would just take, he had three martial heads, and they'd all be on 10. I don't care if the room Holy held 500 shit. people. Just three heads on 10, and yeah. we went. But we definitely bought our own PA and our monitor system everywhere. And our lighting, too. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? That's our, nuts. Yeah. As a band who traveled, everyone in this room has traveled with a band, yeah, maybe except for Ryan, in a van around this horrible country and visited the worst places ever. But to take care, you try to take less things. You guys are like, let's take it all. 
Let's bring it all. I mean, that's and, fuck them. All the credit to him. I mean, that there was the, always Jesus. the rule that as a punk band, you could never use full stacks unless you were the Ramones. That was always like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so no, there were two, you know, two 24 foot trucks. One was with the sound comp, the sound guys. The other one was with all our gear and uh, the lighting. You know, a tour and the two roadies would be in that truck. Well, and then we, yeah, in the beginning we used to get a bus, and then we would, and then we got in the van, and that started to become a nightmare too. <laughs> so you know, we would drive from New York City. I mean, I remember going to Vermont, playing a gig, and driving oh, home after it. Eight yeah, hours. Seven thirty in the morning to Vermont. Right. <laughs> Johnny so, wanted to sleep in his own bed. I mean, it was sick. Uh, we worked at East pastor? Coast. We worked at East Coast a lot, you know, Providence and all well, that. Wasn't stuff. the rule eight hours, and then you'd come home if it was anything over yeah. eight hours, you'd stay. Yeah. That's wow. That's so, insane. you know, Monty tweaking as he's driving home <laughs> in the winter with black ice. I mean, you know, it what gets, about the drug gets use? scary, man. Anybody else using drugs on that bus? Huh? Anybody yeah. else? Uh, nah, you, no? you yeah, know. Yeah. I see where you're going. You Didi, know, Dee Dee and I smoked a lot. That was really it. Dee Dee never did any hard drugs in, in my. Yeah. Ten year when I was but, with the band right. ever. So, but he did start your. He did you. I, I've heard you say that he started his rap career in your basement. Like, was he? Was that the uh, Dee Dee King? Yeah, my apartment on, uh, you know, in Manhattan. I had a little recording thing there in the bedroom, and he'd come over like at eight in the morning. We'd call Weed Deliver. They deliver us weed, and you know, I laid down the beats and the music, and he'd come with a notebook full of words. And That's nice. amazing. So they have made a lot of music there. Did they have tray bags back then? Could you buy a three dollar bag? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you, you actually you played you played on Funky Man, right? I didn't play, but yeah, Funky Man was the one we put out. That's yeah, a, that's amazing. I produced that with uh, the other guy at the label. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, you produced yeah. it. What'd you do? <laughs> huh? How did you produce the album? Like, what what goes on when, when you're in the studio? When, yeah, I know, but but when you were producing a D.D. King rap album. What do you what you got to make sure the arrangements right and okay. you know all that kind of stuff. You give instruction. Like yeah. Didi seems like he wouldn't take instruction from anybody. No, Didi did. Oh, Didi, did? Okay. Didi was <laughs> Didi was amazing. We worked. You know, I'd say it's probably two people. Ronnie Ardito from the Shirts was a writing partner of mine, and you know I could write with Didi, and I really can't really write with anybody else in the same thing. You know, it's hard to have. Yeah, someone to co-write. You got to like be thinking the same did, way. Yep. Did you write with anybody on this new album entitled, or was it? Yes, most? I did. Well, I, uh, Steve Steve W. Miller, not the Steve Miller we know, another friend of mine from an old band from '78, wrote words for uh, "Take My Hand," and Tommy, the guitar player, and I wrote uh, "Into the Fire," which is a you know a more metally tuned. So cool! Can't wait to hear it. That's on so entitled. I wrote those two with those guys and the rest I wrote myself. How, do, how would you compare, uh, well, touring back in the day, obviously, to touring now? I mean, like, clearly it's a it's a, it's a little more scale-back thing. Uh, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's you know, you got to struggle, you know, it's yeah, harder, you know, they don't, they don't, I don't know. Well, you're well, the star the, of the show now, so you don't have to, like, you know, listen to somebody else telling you you can't, you know, make money on a T-shirt. You can tell everybody to go F themselves pretty much, can't you? What's the yeah. Bit? 
you know, you know, you start the show, but you know, that takes on a lot of more responsibilities, which I didn't realize till I started touring. How you got to take care of yourself a little more. Now you got to sing all night. If you're just a drummer, you can go up there with a hangover. You know what I'm saying? From the night before. <laughs> if you're just right. a drummer, but now you got to drink. Totally you know, throw coat, art. tea, and shit, and you got to take <laughs> care of yourself because it's really, it's twice as grueling as just playing in the Ramones. Now you got to sing and breathe when you, when sure. I am singing and, and playing the drums. It's brutal. You blow That's your voice brutal. out and you're screwed, right? Yeah, then, you know, I remember, I don't know, South America. I don't know. What's you it? always catch something down there. And I had to do a show <laughs> and I could barely talk. Ten minutes before I went on, I swigged some Jack Daniels and all of a sudden the throat opened up and I was able to get through the yeah. show. But it's so, scary yeah. if you can't sing, man. There's a funny you know? thing about being on stage, like, and that pressure is on you, all of a sudden your voice can come out, you know, you could do it somehow. Like, yeah, you know. it's, it's weird, but, what's, what's you know, the but best? now I know what singers go through and how they got to take care of their voice on the road, you know. You, can't, you can't party all night long right. and, and expect to do that. You know, you have the night off. That's the, When you know you have the next day off, that's your party night. Yeah. yeah. So. so what are the uh, most best, most respect, uh, re uh, receptive gigs you've played lately? Um, what I did with my band, when we went to South America and Uruguay, you know, we went to Brazil. It's always great down there. And then, you know, the big gig we did was A&Z Stadium, where they built that stadium for the Olympics. We were on the bill with Aerosmith and Van Halen with David Lee Roth. Wow, that's crazy. That was, that was a real big real big gig there. And, Did you, you know, break out of prison and open Van Halen? Oh, we love what? So, so I Mike's have... hairdo's dream is to break out of prison and open for Van Halen. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. In, what is uh, it? In the same day. That's the I, thing. Uh, <laughs> Rich, you have to ask because I, I, I am a, a good friend of George Tabs, and I know that Volume and Tone oh, is yeah. his guitar uh, strap uh, company made a Richie Ramone strap. Right. Is your is your band using that? Have you? Have um, you? <laughs> I don't think so. A lot of my guys are endorsed by other people, oh, you know. Really? Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I have to be cautious of what's going on. But it's a no, great we made strap. that strap. I'm, you know, it's you know, I'm not making nothing for it. All of it goes to charity to the Max Love Project, which is a cancer thing. So they put my out? stamp on there, and uh, you know they contact me because I have a line of Mo's Right guitars. You know, I use you know I wrote the album with these Mo's Right guitars and stuff. So huh. they have my seal on there. So you know we're we're putting out sixty numbered. You know, there's two different versions. You know, Johnny's Mark II version. And uh, yeah. Kurt Which Cobain is, used the Mo's right at one time in his life. He just took the whammy bar off. He used the gospel. Are you so I have those two in a blood ox finish with my uh, logo on it. And that's how the guitar strap came about with cool. uh, George. Very cool. I mean, the guitar straps are absolutely amazing. And I, I've seen the guitars, too. They're, they're Isn't the Mo's right Mark cool. II like a pretty crappy guitar? But like it's iconic <laughs> because Johnny played it and everyone wants it now. You know, It's a cool cool-shaped guitar. Right. And Harry wants to know: Are there any bases? Yeah, so any bases you got with that? Come on now. You got any four-string versions of that? No. Uh, <laughs> that'd be pretty rad of Mazrite four-string bass. They make them for CJ. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, oh no, they make bases. Yeah, I thought you meant four-string guitar. No. No, no, that's. Oh, Mazrite makes bases. CJ's wearing a Mazrite for years and years. I think a four-string guitar is a ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> so let's 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 be upfront. I know you've uh, we've danced around the issue. You didn't like Johnny, right? We dance around the issue. It, you know, here's the thing. You know, when I, when I first was in the band, everything was fine and great. But when it starts coming time to do a little business down the road, 
it just got sour, you know? I mean, you know, that's this, this is how it happened. I remember us in the beginning, I'd go, you know, because he was really into baseball, and if we were in Chicago or somewhere or in Boston, we'd catch a game in Fenway, or we'd go to, you know, wherever we were, we tried in Toronto, we'd go to the baseball thing together for a little bit, you know, but then, you know, when it comes time for business and, you know, like we were talking about before, it just it just started to change, you know? That's, so, I mean, it's really sad, because, I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, you deserve more due than you've gotten, and I know that, like, you've you've... You've gotten some from Mickey Lee, and you've done all of that, you know, the 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 Joey Ramone birthday bashes and all of that stuff, and mm-hmm. you played on, on the You Know album, which I, I have to ask you, how did that go? Like, was that strange to play to, like, a disembodied voice? Like, how did that, how did yeah. the recording process it made, it made You know, it was, you know, it's like Joey was there, you know. It was, uh, you know, it was it was really great, but it, it's sad at the same time, you know. Yeah, I imagine. You know, listening to those songs over and over, rehearsing them, and then go cutting them in the studio. You know, but but at the same know. time, it's got to be like you know, it's you're like, doing a tribute to yeah, your it's buddy, a full circle know? kind of thing. I feel like it's it's you know, like I I know that there's a lot of people sitting here right now that that wish you had stayed in the Ramones for through the end. Hell yeah, and that uh, right. you know that's that's to us kind of a, a fitting tribute is that you got to play on on something that is kind of the 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 epilogue of the Ramones. Right. And we'd like to thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, thank you. It's uh, well, you know, it's not like anyone ever came up to me and go, hey, Marky's back. It never happened, Jack. You know, it was just too much of, you know, every time it came to make a record, out, you could only have one song. And it's so a- Baker's Banquet, the label in England, would take another song of mine. Right. Because we'd all go to the manager and we'd all bring like three songs or four songs. They'd always, you know, everybody Imagine. wanted my all of my songs, but... Yeah, it never worked that way. He wouldn't allow that, and you know, Joey and Dee you know, they we always hung out a lot, and they would, you know, promise the world. But you know, when John came, they backed down to him. You know, that type of thing. Do you think, in in Johnny's mind, like you know, the more songs you had on the album, as Dave uh, mentioned to me before the show, that like the more songs you had was like he would see it as like money coming out of his pocket, I guess, or whatever. Yeah, because he doesn't get the songwriting. Or the publishing from those songs, so right. yeah, yeah. But Morgan now we up. Poor so, Linda. I mean, it was done as a businessman. But if you're such a businessman, Johnny, you should have gave me, you know, fifty cents on the dollar on the right. T-shirt. Whatever it is, something. At some point, what know? I was saying to these guys before, well, we were all hanging out, just uh, you know, chilling out before the show and talking about stuff. Like at some point, you have to make a decision. Like, you know, it's it's a tough balance. Do you are you in a band with your friends to make? rock and roll music or are you running some kind of corporation you know at some point that shifts there's a sea change there and it's 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 sad and and it gets ugly mm-hmm. well we hope that we hope that you're still having fun and you're you're enjoying you know the the new album coming out is probably you know gonna bring a whole bunch of people out that haven't seen yeah. you play in years and and and, and a, a Introduce you to a whole new level of people, and and we're really excited. The song that uh, I think we have some tracks. The song right? that we've heard from Entitled is absolutely amazing, and uh, oh, we're okay, definitely going to criminal. Def- we're definitely going to play it after uh, after we finish speaking with yeah. you. But if there's okay. anything you want to, uh, uh, if there's anything you want to talk about with the new album, please feel free. You know, no, you know I, I don't know that album, much about it except know, for what I know. You know, so you know, this is really you know, it's kind of like you know, I hate saying it cliche, but it's a lot about my life. You know. All the lyrically, you know, when you get the words, you'll see what's going down, you know, and it's, right. uh, it's, it's just really great, you know. Songwriting isn't the easiest thing in the world, and 
uh, all this stuff was gushing out at the time because I had such a long break. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. the best of the best came on this record. That's and, good, man. Uh, I love the way you sing. I love the 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 the, the, the like just the, the, the gravelly tone. Yeah. It's raw, yeah. man. It's cool. It's a little bit of New Jersey in there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, for a guy from Jersey, you sound like you have a, almost a Queens accent. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I don't know. What's going on in the no, back there? What, I got an orchestra like back bon there? Jovi. Coffee. You say coffee? Coffee. Yeah, coffee. Coffee. coffee? Right. It's C A W F F E. What are you from, Sayville's? Right. <laughs> Take it easy, all right? <laughs> no, the album, it's really exciting time for me right now. And, you know, I'm really thrilled. You know, there's nothing that I don't like on this record, which is really hard. I've listened to it, you know, 8,000 times already. I don't get bored with it, and that's right. really good. That's big. So, it's tough. you know, I'm really excited to see what happens with this, you know. And it's, I, mean, I just I, want to get out there again and see all, all the kids and everything, you know, and getting a lot of support. Well, we're so, not kids, but we'd love to see you. Again, you know? <laughs> 40-year-old kids. How old are you, how old are you uh, Richie? Sorry. 55. 55. All right. You're still yeah. there. You look like you're in great shape. Trying, yeah. Trying. You work out? You know. Stay off the beers? Know. He's got the best real hair out of any Ramon drummer. It's oh. <laughs> Stay Thank off you. the Bud Lights? What are you doing? Are you, are you, fine compliment. you go run in the morning or something? How come everyone in the Ramones is skinny and I'm fat? I'm going to kill somebody. I'm so upset. They sweat for two hours a night. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We sweat and we starve. Yeah. You know? yeah, both, right. Exactly. The Life whole thing, the when you're hungry, drink water. That's what we do. <laughs> Life on the road. Well, Richie, we have to say we have to say thank you very much for for calling in, and and, and I know John has one more question for you, but I I personally okay. want actually to say I have two more questions. Uh, do you have an opinion on the band Crocus? Do I have an opinion? No. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to ask you this, and I hate to do it, but uh, it's not that bad. I mean, all right. Uh, when you use the restroom, and after oh, you're boy. after you're done, do you stand up or you remain seated uh, to uh, wipe your your bottom? What do I do? Why do you What do you do? What uh, are you gonna think about? Oh, uh, I stay seated. I just lean to one side. Oh, no! Right. All right. These the guys. Well, did you guys ever. have a bet with that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 ask, we ask everyone. We, we ask talk everybody, to. and you know, we no, have a strong like vote board and everything. We're winning. Fight. Us, us sitting um, slash leaners. We're winning. By the yeah, way, it's a it's a pride thing. It's not a monetary. Why that extra effort, man? We're happy you're on our team. Yeah, I couldn't have a. I couldn't be prouder to have that member on my. Team. Exactly. We have a Ramon on our side. <laughs> Mr. Ramon, do you think before you go, you can give us a station ID? Mr. Um, what do you want me yeah. to say? I'm being polite. Oh, that's great. I like that. Uh, would you mind giving us, like saying, like, this is Richie Ramon, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage, and then we'll let you go. Okay, cool. Yeah, I need a glass of water. I mean, I never talk so much in so, an hour. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> amazing. You're out of here after this. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Richie Ramon live on the Barrage. Yeah, perfect. Out. Thank you so much, Richie. Richie's new well, album. This is great. Thank you. Stay in touch. Give me a shout. You know? Yeah, absolutely. We'll see and you when you come to New York. Richie, right? We're going to come up to you. Okay, in, yeah. In, in It'll Boston. be in the fall, you know, yeah. October, November type of thing. Well, so. if, you, if you're around and you want to come in, I mean, we'll... Yeah, any, any day you're around, we'll make a special uh, date out of yeah. it, and, and we're, uh, gonna, we're definitely coming. We would out love to, that. We're coming out to the New York date. We'll 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 come bug you then. Definitely. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff I need you to sign. 
<laughs> okay, cool. Man, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thank you, Richie. Thank you, Richie. Thank you so much. Uh, Richie, uh, of course, his new album See is called Entitled. It's coming out on DC Jam Records <laughs> yeah. October 8th. And uh, it's a great honor to welcome Richie Ramon here to Live from the Barrage. My God, we we just talked to Richie that Ramon. Was that was amazing. He's the fastest, most aggressive, and versatile drummer the Ramones have ever had in my By opinion. a long shot. My God. There he goes. What a great guy. Thank I you have, so yeah. much, I Richie. have goosebumps awesome. from talking to we him. We need to take a break. Oh, we I, need to, to, I need to touch myself. So much more stuff like we could have asked him questions for another six I like, hours i like know? the way everybody straightened up when the call came yeah. out. <laughs> everybody like got all excited must get more sober <laughs> ryan's right we're all like hey you know what else i hate smurfs and we're like <laughs> spilling booze and then richie called him we sobered there up. was a sharknado in the background <laughs> what the hell was that noise oh my god let's hear richie's new song yeah okay let's listen yeah, to richie's like new song it's criminal. off the album entitled on dc jam records and it's called criminal and he yells and screams like a banshee Here we go. As he should. (laughs) More talking and sound effects when we come back. (laughs) I don't know what that was.
We're having yeah. an argument today. Yeah. Oh, we had a brownout. You saw that. I what? Too. I thought it was we just... had a little brownout in there. Oh, uh, that's the air conditioning. No, I, you know I what that is? A little that's brown the out. Moons, baby. <laughs> we, uh, Hairdo and I installed a uh, portable air conditioning unit le- last night, uh, generously donated by Patrick Walsh for temporarily, uh, you know, temporarily. And uh, we, we drilled holes in the walls. We went nuts. And uh, the air conditioner, we haven't had to put it on, but we're going to put it on. It's like 90 degrees. Hey, we just, well, ha- I swear to God, about halfway through that Ramones thing, it like got like 20 degrees hotter here. Hot flashes. You were just so hot. As, 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 through menopause. as Ryan so mentioned, I was going to say, Ryan just as, pointed out that it's the best thing ever. Dave, you can feel free to tell the joke. Boner heat. It was boner heat. <laughs> boner heat. Boner heat. It got 20 Coming degrees Coming out on Drug here. Front Records next week by the Mighty Fine. Boner heat. Oh. <laughs> oh, wait! So we got some. So we got Ken Jennings on the line. Yeah, apparently we have this guy Ben Bass, who's like a is he on you line? Know, some kind of rich Jew. Oh. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Oh, hello, Ben. Are you still there? Is it redundant to say rich? Jew? <laughs> <laughs> ben Bass, of course, from uh, I know poor Jews. Great Necks, is that correct, Ben? You're originally from Great Neck. Uh, yeah, you know, I grew up on the wrong side of Great Neck, down by the golf course. Oh, oh, down down the golf <laughs> oh, oh, they carry a piece. Oh. <laughs> Chris Morley, boys. Do you Scary know down by that golf course? Do you know any of the folks on that show, Long Island Princesses? Um, you know, he's too old. I, you know, I don't, but I think that's also redundant. And uh, uh, ben, do you know Brendan Burt from Douglas Tron? No, not familiar with the Burts. I don't, but I love his initials, though. <laughs> Big blind. Ben, ben, of <laughs> course, go. is a uh, fabulous poker player, a uh, tennis player, and a trivia expert who we're happy to have on and try to... I'm going to smoke you, bro. A lot of people think it's easy, it's not. but when the pressure is on, it's tough to answer the questions. So we'll see how Ben Burn, uh, Ben Burn, Ben Bass and Beyond, trivia expert, can we'll do it. We'll see how Ben Bass And here's a perfect burns. segue, too. Here's a, tonight's uh, game is going to be about abbreviations. So, Abbreviations is I'm the category? You, That's gonna, the whole game? I'm going to tell you the name of the category. We're going to do without the song this week. Uh, let's not do it. <laughs> let's play it. All right. Let's go straight into the okay. game. I'm fine with that. All right. This I'm, is, this I'm, is this I'm still unprecedented. No so, song in right into the buzzers. game. We're serious over ben, here. Ben, if that. you want to hop the red eye, we're going to be playing poker in about uh, an hour. Hey. You know something? It's funny you mentioned poker. Last night, along with another guy... The radio guy who was at the uh, Albini game, or, or the alleged Albini game, with you guys. Never had. We played in a charity uh, a poker function last night, and it, there was, you know, there was a bunch of pro athletes there. It was really fun. <laughs> Never happened, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pro athletes like who? Like whom? Like who? Whom? Who? Well, Ryan's there was there a raping. former Chicago Bulls All Star, Bob Love. Who, if you guys lived in Chicago, <laughs> you would know him. He, really, he was a he was a big scorer for the Bulls in the 70s. There were, there were some current NFL guys. I never Best caught their names, boys, but one guy was ever. as big as a house. This guy was absolutely enormous. I, admittedly, this would be house. a better story if I could give you the actual name or two of the football players. All right, players Ryan, let's move on with let, the game. Let us move on with the game. <laughs> See how I said that in a measured tone? Hey, wait, the pink one's mine, I thought. <laughs> yeah, the so pink it's very one's always simple. Yours. Listen, I'm going right. to give you the long-form name qu- of the company. I'm Quiffy. Quiffy. Quiffy McGee. We're going to give you the little pink. Pink's me. That's, that's Don't worry, Ben. So, It'll be fine. So does a player ring in by saying his own name? I'm not Mr. You Pink. Do. It's up Roll to Ryan. Us. Yeah. That's uh, how else are we Yeah, if you want to yell bu- uh, Ben, Ryan will be the ultimate judge of whether you hit it before one of our buzzers. So. Oh, okay. You have, you have right. five people to compete with. I mean, four people to compete with here. It's not going to be easy. I want to know this guy's pedigree. What, you're what going down, you, Ben Burt, whatever makes, your name is. 
What makes you a what makes you a, a trivia expert, Ben Bass? Well, somebody just said Ben Burt, who I believe was an Oscar winner for visual effects for Star Wars. It's but if you oh, want to confuse me with oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh, it's so not visual. It was sound effects. Oh, oh, no, 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 yeah, you know what? You're right. I was thinking of John Dykstra, who's yeah, Dykstra well, Flex. Uh, you wow. were thinking of the wrong guy, though. So yeah, Ben Burt with two... Ben Burt with two T's at the end of his name, one for sound, and John Dykstra, who, invec- who invented the computerized Dykstra Flex camera for Star Wars, won a special That part Oscar. you got right. Oh. So, well, you're, that. so you're, you're, you're half right. So you're wow. a, a virgin. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, long story short, I was wrong. I don't care about this game already. Here's this one of the sound effects from that particular movie. <laughs> Thank you. A little Wilhelm scream. All right, Wilhelm Ryan, scream. please that's, go that's ahead. Why you was, that the, was that the Wilhelm that's scream we just heard? It was. Right. Yeah. Very good, sir. You were correct. Give me a ding. All right, go ahead, Ryan. Okay, so if I, t- if I said, I'm going to give you the long four name of the uh, company, tell me what abbreviation it is. So if I said home box office, you would say HBO. 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 Right. And right. it's, so it's H- the acronym I game in certain uh, more right. Let's do this, fucker. circles. Right. And this is the first half of the game. I got a second game for this half, because right. it's going to go fast. All right, go. Okay. Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing. Ben, what is 3M? Ben was ringed in. He ben rang in. He got it right. What is what? Do we, do, we, do, we have to, do we have to say what is, like in my old Jeopardy days? Whatever well, you want. Only you, re- you do. If you ring in, it's your time. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're the best. You're the best around. Around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. You're the Ben Bass. Around. All right, here's number two. By the way, your Facebook updates are horrible. Horrible. <laughs> really? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You know, I was wondering which was the person who was reading them. I guess it's you. Yeah, it is. You fan- he fancies himself as a stand-up comedian. I'll get on your stuff and <laughs> break your balls a little bit. If All right, break. Ryan, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. Let's move on with the game. <laughs> All right. Water displacement 40th formula. Well, what, what is WD forty? Ben, Pat Walsh. Ben, you were beat by Pat Walsh. You were beat by Pat. You sure? I thought Ben had that one. No, I, 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 I watched you know, it happen. I saw know, it happen. I'm already seriously thinking about flying there next week so I can get a buzzer to compete head on. Yeah, How do you feel you about free punches? Do what you got to do, buddy. Pat, you're the best around. <laughs> you're the best. All right, Ryan. If anyone beats this douche, I'm okay with it. Whoa! <laughs> I don't think you're a douche. I think you're a good dude. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Don't don't. You're a good douche. Hey, I can I, I, bring it on, big guy. Bring it on. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, moving on. Here's the next one. Scientifically treated petroleum. That uh, is John Hulahan. It's STP, baby. STP is correct. Yeah. So, Ben, listen. Yes. Also, Stone Temple Pilots. I think I sang Pearl Jam, but <laughs> what's the difference? Ben, so you don't end up giving away the answer. Just say ding, and I'll acknowledge you if you're before anybody else. Wedding for Dr. Bonder. I got right. time. Chill out, chill out. Here it goes. That's, no. that's completely fair. Can, can you. you guys play a few STP songs on the guitar, or am I the only loser? Can I, I, know I can do that. <laughs> Everybody can. No, I can't. No, I can't. Never tried. I can't be honest. I, I would admit it. I know kids in kindergarten. Listen, I know, I've admitted I know, going to poison concerts. I know Ramon's that. tracks. Come on, let's do this, fucko. <laughs> Jesus. Leave Ryan alone, you bastard. I like being called fucko. <laughs> it's a pet Just not shit finger. Next question. I got violent about that. <laughs> Don't you fucking call me that. Uh, international business machines. Ben, what is IBM? It yeah. is, oh, I did it again, sir. You did it again. And hairdo, take it away. <laughs> really? I, it's not IBM? It is. Oh, it's IBM. You have yeah, to answer no. the question. Man. I did. Oh, no, I thought he got it before me. No, I knew. I thought he got it before you, too. I knew it was IBM. I'm not lying to you, but Hairdo knows we all know his Nazi IBM. companies. It, I don't not- know no shit about Nazis, boob. 
I'm, well, you know it's IBM. Ninja? He's not asking for IBM. He's asking for... Right, who's first? Stop international stop business. Stop okay, let's move on with the game. No, hold on, stop Thank you. Everybody chill the fuck out. Really? We're Jesus all, you Christ. Know, the, uh, the abbreviations category is a free-for-all because theoretically you could ring in and then think about it because every of course. question sort of implies Theoretically, the you're fucking up the entire game. You have to employ some strategy <laughs> Have here. you had multiple beers before this game? Everyone, <laughs> If everyone doesn't if not, stop talking, I'm going to fire everybody right now. Thank you. Go ahead, Ryan. I Thank dare you. you. Ready? You have to go home early. Here I go. Yeah, you do. Hassenfield Brothers. Dave. Uh, S- HVB. Wrong. What was the company? Hassenfield Hassen Brothers. Brothers. Oh, what that. is Pat? What is Hasbro? Hasbro yeah, is correct. Ah. Because you stole fire me. I'm the best around. <laughs> Hong Kong and Shanghai Banking Corporation. Ben, Ben. Ben. Ben's well, uh, got it. My, what is HSBC? That's yeah. It. Okay. Oh, wow. It. You knew the banking question. Big fucking surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the Jew guy knew the banking question, everybody. Hey, you guys, you know, people think there's some kind of secret plot, Jewish plot to run this country. Uh, people know, don't think a, that, dude. A, yes, they do. a Jewish mayor of New York, L.A., and Chicago. I think the secret's out at this point. It's a really <laughs> obvious plot. Yeah. He also runs the news organization. Yeah. Get, get, back, get back to your bunker underground, okay? <laughs> and now for Mayor News. Mayor Bloomberg News. Hi, everybody. Cool. I'm taking this right. subway to work It'll be today. fine. I'll just work as many uh, terms as I possibly can. Thank you. <laughs> no Illuminati conspiracy here. Moving on to the no next No Illuminato conspiracy. No, no. Go on. Go ahead. No, no. I, Dear God. I'm ready. Right. Keep vamping. Game. Integrated electronics. John. Ben. Uh, uh, uh. Ben wants it. Time's in. up. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, uh, Ben, what is Intel? Right. Damn Good. you. You're the best. Well done, Ben. Around, you stole it. Gonna ever keep uh, I just want to point out that Jewish lawyer Matthew Gerwitz in the chat box answered Nabisco to that. So let's just out him as a dummy. What does Nabisco stand for? <laughs> Um, National Biscuit Company. That's right. Wow. <laughs> this guy's good. You guys, you guys know what Necco stands for and Necco Wafers? Necco Wafers? I, I, I no, don't, I don't. I don't, and I love Necco Wafers. They're good. That would be New England Confectionery Company. Really? Dave's not playing anymore. <laughs> hey, buddy, you want to hang out and teach me some stuff or what? Like, I'm serious. Like, I want useless crap like that, though. <laughs> right. If you could teach a class on, like, the... You know, just stuff that you'll never use. Ben's a professor. I like to think I'm good at trivia, but I also took a break to sleep with girls. <laughs> All right. All right. Ben, name. when's the last time you had sex? You got, uh, you guys, I swear to God, I'm not, I'm not making this up. Very two years ago. I left my place Wednesday at 2 a.m. and I went to work Thursday at 6 a.m. You had sex? So, yeah, two days ago and then before that, like 10 years. Oh, really? Wait a second. Hold on a second. You had sex two days ago and before that, you went with a 10-year drought? The second part was a joke, but sadly, you actually thought it was plausible. Well, I've, God, I've these met guys you. have no faith in you at all, dude. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> Don't do shtick. I want to hear like about your segues. real sex life. No, it's it's. Ab- I swear, it's absolutely true. Really? A, yeah, a girl. Ten years. A ten. Very, no, no, the ten years part isn't true. A very pretty uh, mother of two who I used to date just broke up with a guy. She literally gave me one of those. Hey, that's my booty wife. Calls these kids are talking about. Turns out she's a teacher. Wow. But she's, but she's tenured. And uh, were the kids in a separate room? I hope. No, 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 no. They, they Hot dog in the hallway. That's all I got to say. All right, Ryan. Let's move on with the game. Right. Okay. It's a portmanteau of the founders' names Harold, Matt, 
Matson and Elliot Handler. Mike. HMO. <laughs> I like the answer, but no. Matt. Matt? Who the fuck is Matt? Yeah, wait for that <laughs> sound drop to go away. Uh, Matt, Matson and Elliot Handler. Matt and Elliot. Uh, M&M's. Mattel. Mattel is right. Fuck. fuck. Ooh, You're the best you. around, you bastard. You got five points, Ben. Not only does yours control the money in the media, they also control the uh, Ryan game. Hey, Ben, me and you, not so much fucking friends anymore, right, pal? <laughs> no, I, I am contributing all my points to Team Hulahan. Thank hey, what you. The ah. fuck? Now we're really not friends, Ben. Nice. He's donating his stuff to pro-cancer causes. You hump. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I only call you hump. Here's another like one. It. Okay, Ryan, let's go. Sky, peer-to-peer. Sky. Wait, say it again. What is Skype? Skype is right. Uh, Skype peer to peer was the uh, clue, uh, and Pat got it with Pat. Skype. I can't believe I'm rooting for Pat. <laughs> Pat is your only chance right now to represent the barrage. <laughs> Pat, you have three points, and Ben has five. And there are two more questions. Oh, Be hot on your fucking toes here. I'm going to um, give you some so tips. Don't touch me. It's Isn't this only the first round? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not no, multiple got, rounds. What are you talking about? Yeah, we don't I talk got, about I got this one before. more game coming up after this. It's real fast. Let's move on. With the game. Here, this is a long one. Southern Pacific Railroad Internal Communications. John. Uh, ben. To, you know, John, John I'm still on the already. clock. All right, go ahead, you fuck. Go ahead. Uh, what is Sprint? Sprint is right. Oh, my God. You're the best. And he's won it because nobody else can beat him now, right? Right. Yeah, I think he's got to run away to win one. here. Well, whoever gets the last one wins. Yoshida Kagyo Kabiyoshikaka Shisha. <laughs> God bless you. God, it says it right here. <laughs> what is Yamaha? No. Yoshida Kogyo Kabushikikesha. John. I can't buzz in. John. What is Sony? No, and everybody, if you, unless you're wearing sweatpants, everybody has what is this abbreviation on them somewhere right now. Really? Yeah. Ah! What? Fruit, yeah. Of, fruit of the loom. Oh, I know. What, what is YKP zippers? YKK zippers. Uh, zippers Dave is got right. it first. Yes, Dave got it first. But you still win this round, Ben. Nothing's going to ever keep me down. Nothing's going to ever keep me down. Ben is the winner of round one. I'm so glad Amazing. I bought you booze. Jesus, Ben, you're like I a machine. Yet. Or either that or we're just really dumb. I heard Shitfinger's got a I, game for us. You know, I, I, I actually was a Jeopardy contestant, so you know, I have a little advantage on the buzzer. Wait a second, you really? I paid for law school with Jeopardy money. No Wait. way, you won? How many days in a row did you win? I was on four days. Holy wow. fucking shit! Hey, can I play and, against you one night? And, and as long as I'm boasting, the guy that won the game I lost profusely thanked me for handing it to him, which I, re- which I really did. It was my worst game. Oh, you could have been a weak champion? Yeah, I, well, I was weak that day. Wait, Ben, what was no, your what was your what was day. your weird fucking fact that Alex Trebek asked you about? Like, what was your what was your? Where's Ben? He's a real asshole, uh, and he I, likes to blow children. In his spare time, he's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he? I mean, every day, he's got to yeah, ask what, you what, something what, new about what, your life. And what there's nothing going of, on. In your what life. were the, some of the things he asked you about? Does oh, your man, sister picked, have a I canoe? Like, I picked dumb things because I wasn't cocky enough to assume I was going to be on like you know, a number of games. So by the time I was done, he was asking me just random stuff that I didn't think, you know, that I didn't really put a lot of So do you into, like the floor we put in here at Jeopardy? Yeah, it sounds great. I heard you once put in a floor yourself. Tell us a funny story. When's the last time that? you had sex? 
10 years ago. All right, let's go on with the game. And I'm Alex Trebek. This is Jeff. I said 10 years ago, never dreaming that you guys would actually like like give me credit for that being true. <laughs> that's why you know so much trivia. Like, you just got um, that voice. Yeah, right. That's it. That's was it. that no? But was that like a move, like a basketball player, like won't have sex like before like a big game? That's exactly right. That's ex- well. Well, the problem was I was on Jeopardy ten years ago, so I was doing that move after I was in the show. Hey, oh, uh, were your parents alive to see this happen? Were they so yeah, proud yeah, of you? Uh, happily, they were there. Yeah, they were there. Wow. Imagine and they were in the audience all four days. Well, our whole family went on a trip to L.A. like for vacation, and, and we timed it for when I was going to be on the show. Amazing! Oh, I got to I got to YouTube this. Is it on YouTube? I'm happy to tell you that it was pre-YouTube. Yeah, well, some some nerd is out there freaking uploading that shit right now. They're so welcome that, to put up the games that I won, but the one I lost, let's all just forget about. No, it. you have it on Blu-rays or something. You got to send that to me. I can't. I, I really have to watch this. It's awesome. Can I play Ben in trivia next week on the show? Can of course. You want to just that. go head to head with Ben, and yeah. we'll take Ryan, guys, the host of the Ryan game. The Do you have enough Jeopardy money to fly sure. yourself to New York? <laughs> ben, ben, congratulations! I, I, you're I, you're our own Jeopardy Mormon. <laughs> my my own, all my Jeopardy money went into Ramon's T-shirt. <laughs> Every spare quarter I was spending towards uh, Ramon's imports. imports. All right, Ryan, let's move on with the game. Here's a new round. Right. What is what's this shit? Do I need my buzzer? You, I'm going to tell you the last name of someone in history. And you guys say the first name. Let's not do buzzers on this one. Let's let's just call him out when you. Okay, hear. first person okay. to call it so out. If I, gets. if I said uh, automaker automaker Ford Henry, you would say Henry. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, I wouldn't have said that. I would have said something else because I didn't understand you, <laughs> Harrison. Harrison Ford. <laughs> Don't tell me that guy hasn't built a car from scratch in his life. There's no way. He's done everything else. Three He's people have right, never guys, been you in. You guys know your trivia. If I said the automaker old, would you guys know his first name? Mobile. Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Harry. It was Ransom Old. Wow. That was that was actually one of my Jeopardy answers yeah. when I was in the yeah, show. Why don't you really? fucking cool your jets yeah. there, Braggart? Let's go with this one, then. We're on the air about Ransom his, Old. Here's the first one. Chevrolet. Chevrolet. It means fast car in Hungarian. Francois. See the USA in your. No, no, it's not an abri- It's who? What was his a new first game. name? No, no idea what the guy's name was. John, you don't have to buzz in. Just yell it out. Um, the Chevrolet's first name is Tim. Right. <laughs> I know it. It was. Uh, it was 1984 Chevrolet. <laughs> That's a Jeopardy joke. I think his real name was Wienerbag. Wienerbag Chevrolet. Is that correct? Is Wienerbag right? It's pretty close. It's something oh. weird in French, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Growing, no, growing, it's just it's Lewis. Growing up with a name like that. He was know, a famous you, uh, auto racer. No, was, was, wasn't he was, it the he was a famous brothers that started that company? He was an auto racer. He uh, got invested. Uh, here in we company. go with the fact checker. <laughs> fact check this. Firestone. Harvey. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I love them ties. I wish. Have that, you right? seen my one man show? Uh, my ties never wear on the edges. Yeah, I said, Ma, nice. did you see my tie yeah, at my one man show? I like the <laughs> suck. He sounds like a smoker who has a voice Wait, box. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> this poor bastard has terrible impressions being see done. See me on Broadway next week. I'm a walk. I smoke through my blowhole. I win that, right? Bring your ma. She'll love it. Go fuck yourself. My guy is. Harvey Firestein and Cindy Lauper collaborated on that show, Kinky Boots. It was a Broadway show this year. And I write about theater here in Chicago where they previewed it. And I skipped the. Yeah, that's great. All right, Ryan. uh, What else we got? Wait, I want to hear this. You're the new Tron. Hey, Ben Bird, I tried to help you, B. Ben, uh, you don't have to say everything you know at once from that you've 
in all the knowledge you've amassed in your yeah, entire life. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I forgot whose show it was. I apologize. <laughs> Take it easy, Google. We're not that, we're not that right. highbrow. Go ahead, Ryan. Bird's eye. Harvey. Firestein. Jolly Green. Said there's no punching. Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to buy myself a little time here. The Jolly Look, Green I, Joint. I just read a book on. No, it's on, the person's first name. I just name. read a book on. Isn't his on name the Jolly I thought Green it was Harvey. Nope. No, no. It's, it's uh, er, Edward. This is bullshit. Clarence. Clarence. Ah. Clarence Birdseye. Fuck Clarence. Birdseye. Goodyear. Charles. Charles. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. Correct. You're the best. Around. Because you stole it. going to ever keep me down. Not Car- as many listeners as when we had uh, Richie Ramon on, but Ben Bass will do, I guess. <laughs> Carnegie. Ben Bass. Uh, what? Andrew. Andrew Carnegie. Oh, come on. I wasn't even ready. Dave won that. I won that. You're the best. Dave, uh, what age were you when you joined the Ramones, Ben? Go ahead, Ryan. I, I was uh, 23, but I read it at a 24-year-old level. Here's the next one. Ramones. Marky. <laughs> Joey. Richie. All right. Everybody gets a point. Yeah, uh, Richie. Good for you guys. No, I was, I was talking about Bismarck. Richie. Marceau. Huh? Marceau. Marceau. I'm going to keep coming back until somebody remembers seeing Richie. I remember seeing him, or at least hearing him. Richie! (laughs) (laughs) Judgment! Anybody seen Richie? Anybody seen Richie? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Trent. (laughs) Did you hear? I think I think Did you hear what the radio said about Richie? I think the uh, La Bamba one is my favorite. It's my favorite too. Richie! <laughs> he doesn't even say Richie. He's like, Richie! It's acting. That's acting right there, man. Like, you can't... I can feel his grief in that yell and in the Richie! slide guitar. You know, if you watch the I end think of I the feel movie, he, he tried to be strong for everyone else. It's a logical reaction. He was working underneath the car when he hears it on the radio, and he at first he can't believe it, and he has to, like, confirm it. Then... His sister, his wife comes out, and he has to, like, she comfort her, her first. Crying. Yeah. And he's got to stay strong, because, you know, my ninja's ready to be a man. <laughs> and then the car falls on him. No. But then, then he, he realizes- drives the car to, like, a bridge so he can scream Richie out into the, the sky. Then right. he realizes it wasn't actually Richie Valens. It was just Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> I, I, I think it would have been better if the jack would have fallen like- when he was removing it. It would have taken off his hand. He had to drive and throw his hand in the river and scream Richie. Richie, uh... Richie uh, Valens dead at 17. You're uh, Richie! Buddy Holly dead at 18. The Big Bopper. Uh, Big Bopper! Dead at 56 years of age. You guys are idiots. You don't let me finish a bit. Fuck this radio. I was doing I, the I didn't say one word. Fucking loudmouths. Let's go, Ryan. <laughs> you better on, shut it can't up. Can't take it. Show us your tits, Ryan. You better shut it up! Gilbert and Sullivan. Either one of them. Marvin. <laughs> no. John. John. W.S. W.S. is right. This guy's killing me. Shout it out. W.S., what does it stand for? What does it stand for? World Series. William (laughs) Sonoma. Uh, Somebody's looking all the answers up online. (laughs) Did you have a laptop when you played on Jeopardy? Around, because you stole it. Ben got that one. We keep it score? Yeah. Ben's got eight points right now. He's going to poop. Dave, you're closest. You got four. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Rogers great. and Hammerstein. Only Rogers. What's his uh, first name? Uh, Richard Ernest. Rogers. Neil. You say Neil. What'd you say? Uh, I said Richard Rogers. That's right. Richard. And Oscar Hammerstein. 
Right. But Fuck anyway. you. I knew Hammerstein, but not Roger. I thought of Ernest Hemingway. I'm more of a Ramstein guy. I, I was just going to say that he played in Ramstein. Oscar and Ramstein. Dude, that's and Ben's uh, uh, lawyer company. It's uh, Ben. It's Bass, Ramstein, and Ramstein. Yeah, you know, I just accepted a partnership offer at the firm of Macklemore, Ryan, and Lewis. That's good. Yeah. You don't like that one. Yeah, that's yeah, good. that's, like that that. stunk home. How'd your How'd your stand up comedy go? Did, did it bomb or did you go, it go it, well? I, I, I swear to God, it went super super well. And I'll I'll email you an audio track to prove it. I can't wait. All right, please, Ryan, please do. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Gandhi, the Prime Minister. Uh, Indira. Pete Nice. Oh, uh, Indira. John got it. Indira. I got it. Didn't I got it. No, I oh, got you it. got it. I'm I sorry. said Pete a, Nice, the Prime Minister. I said, no, you, you I said Indira. Prime Minister Pete Mo, Nice. Mo, I like that answer better. Yeah. No, I, I'll give it to you, Dick. Hey, here, dude. These guys don't know hip-hop, I'm rooting for Prime Minister Pete Nice to be in a real answer, and that accepts and as a point. The Prime give him Minister, a point. Sinister Ooh. Pete Nice. And then he comes in and raps all crappy. It's Ryan's game. <laughs> Joseph Escola hates that. The Sinister Minister, also a song by Bela Fleck and the Fleck Tones. Oh, my God. Oh, geez, that's so a wrong answer. <laughs> What's up, NPR? Let's go while we're young. <laughs> Die in a fire. Lewis and Clark. <laughs> oh, Jesus. John. Oh, no, I said this one anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I didn't say this one. Lewis and Clark. John. John. Ray Lewis and I Jack said Clark. John, John first before anyone. John Lewis. No, there's no uh, that's not. Pete Best. Clark. Five, Dave Clark, five. John's not... Lewis, John. Lewis and Clark. Joe Lewis and Will Clark. Uh, Wendell Clark. You're half right. William Clark and Meriwether Lewis. Lewis. Oh, Meriwether oh. Lewis. Yep, I knew it. No one got that. God damn it. History buffs. <laughs> Show me your corn. My name is Meriwether Lewis. Take a note. Build a railroad through this town. I will, I will sleep with your native wife. I love dark women. What are these jobs you call? Send a telegram. President Buchanan. Thank you. We'll get the Swede to deliver it. The Swede will deliver it himself. <laughs> Take a note. I'll see to it myself. <laughs> To the winner gets the deed. <laughs> to the winner goes the deed of this establishment. Signed with my own hand, Merriweather Clark. Clark. Uh, you know he shows up. Deadwood joke. They're like they like both of them show up like to like explore with the, and, and Pocahontas or whatever is like freaking Merriweather. Get out of here, buddy. I'm not fucking you. Kind of name is that? Right. You can rape me all you want, but I'm not going to be into it. I think you're talking about. I'm Sac- not even going to pretend to be into it. Sacagawea <laughs> is the one that fucked. Listen, them. I have a. Hey, I dude. Have a gold coin. Don't you the push the Indians girl, around? I will say this: she was a bit feisty. Let's do this, Sacagawea. I, got, I, got I two hardly more. know her. I'm God, sorry. I'm John sorry. Cabo I got two more. Two more. Jesus Christ! Stonewall. Ja- Stone. Stonewall Jackson. George. John. George. No, George isn't right. I'm sorry. Ash. Cornwall. Cor- no, Stonewall Jackson. Jeff. <laughs> I, that's my answer. Harry. Nope. No. <coughs> Flip. Flip Wilson. You know, you know what really sucks? What really sucks is that Flip I... Flip Cornwall Jackson's coming to invade. He's going to take away our freedoms. Yeah, who's going to take him seriously? Flip. Yeah, we he's wearing, he's wearing a that. fucking dress. I th- I, What's in a name? I think, honestly, his name was Zoot Suit. <laughs> Zoot Suit Zoot Stonewall Jackson. Jackson. You got nothing, Ben Bass? I can't believe you don't know this. Was it uh, Jermaine Jackson? 
Oh, no, no, I, no, I, no, I said George, but I was thinking of George Custer. I have no idea. No, it's Jonathan. 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 Yeah. Here's the last one. For the Everyone evening. called him General. Last one for you. This one's worth three points. How about you, we'll make it interesting? Nice. Superintendent Chalmers. Lawrence. No buzzing needed. Oh. Just yell it out. I, I, I thought his first name was Superintendent. Super Nintendo Chalmers? Exactly. Shit. Robert. I his first name. Oh, Pat, I'm disappointed. I know, so am I. <laughs> I. We would have all known the first name of Smithers, the first name of Reverend Lawrence. Right, that's well, why no, I didn't ask Well, those. knowing the Simpsons writers, they didn't just give him a throwaway name, I would think. I think they, they make yeah, the it's, effort. It's well documented. Yeah? Yeah. Charles Chalmers. <laughs> Aurora Borealis. <laughs> in that in, kitchen. Localized in your kitchen. Right now. Right now. Yes. May I right. see it? No. <laughs> Nobody gets it. Well, Skinner, you're an odd duck. <laughs> the answer is Gary. But you, you steam a mean ham. It is Gary His Chalmers. Gary, Gary Chalmers. Yeah, I never knew that. Ben, you uh, you you backed up your words. Ben, you I are don't the like winner you, bro. tonight. You are the best around. You stole it. Good job, Ben. You be proud of the dislike. Destroyed the entire uh, game, and uh, oh, we'll man. never play it again. Thanks. No, I appreciate you guys letting me play. It was a lot of fun. Of course. Thanks, Ben. Go uh, fuck nice to talk to you again. But I do offer you the challenge, and I, uh, I'll lose. I don't care. But I still well, offer if you, you the wanna, If you want to next week go head-to-head with Ryan, uh, uh, Dave, Pat, and uh, Hairdo and I will ask the questions, and you guys uh, can uh, do, have a face-off. It's not that I'm smart. I just like trivia. Yeah. That's all. No, I, I mean, I'm not smart. I just, I, I mean, I just am able to remember stuff. Like, I can't find my glasses, but I can remember stupid stuff. Yeah, it's you called autism. Glasses? You fucking nerd. I'm <laughs> kidding. I invite you next week to go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. When well, you could remember what 242 times uh, 15,078 is, but you step in the toilet every time you take a shit, it's exactly. called Asperger's syndrome, retard. All right? <laughs> I take it easy. Yeah. All right, well. I hey. call it poop foot, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> poop you know foot so is on next week. Home? Woody introduced us to. Wait, quick question, Huli. When you were in Chicago, you guys had all these categories like a Jeopardy game. Do you guys do you guys usually do it that way? Sometimes. Whatever. Ryan, Ryan doesn't tell us what's going on before, and he comes up with a bunch of different stuff. So we don't know. It's better for right you to know. Well, it's a lot of fun either way. Uh, thanks, Ben. Thank you so all right, much. Thanks a lot, guys. Good man. Have fun playing Good, ben, tennis Thanks tomorrow. a lot, man. I appreciate it. Congratulations. All right, have a great weekend, you guys. All Make right. him go Please, away. Buddy. See you, buddy. Have a fruit. What do you guys want to do? Richie Ramon was so much better than that guy. Return for the second half of Live from the Barrage in just a moment. Play one song. We'll be right back.
Fucking uh, uh, having a birthday party for a one-year-old shit has got to go. You know That's what? Bullshit. Stop My, imposing on your friends. Your kid it, has uh, the intelligence of a fucking uh, tree frog. We, we had candy for Halloween for all the kids that were going to come by our apartment. And I had like fucking fat-ass fucking kids, like fat-ass mothers with their kids. But they're like newborns. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, trick-or-treat. And it's like, no. Your it's kid's a baby. Not, your John, kid, you, you haven't even been to a confirmation or communion in 20 no. years either. No, I don't go to those. To fuck Sunday. those. Yeah, fuck that shit. Well, he's a secret Jew. Don't invite yeah. me to your fucking uh, religious, uh, whacked out fucking, uh, you know, uh, ritual. Prayer chanting weirdo bullshit. Why don't I go to Casino Parks and worship and kill a rabbit? What? Okay. John. I don't want to do that either. John, I, I I'd just, rather stay home and watch can TV. I, can I posit a theory here? Oh, that it's more like... I take umbrage with that. Oh, oh, fair enough. Uh, but that maybe they haven't been out of the house in a fucking year. <laughs> the kids? <laughs> the first no. Yeah, no, I see the what you're parents. saying. The parents. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I understand that, but I don't give a fuck. I'm not showing up to your one-year-old's kid. What am I going to buy him for a present? Fucking a tit? Something formula. <laughs> like you just give him a The kid comes to the door, he goes, trick or treat. Hey, dude, if you don't whip out a tit, it's over. Just my show birthday up with my, just show up with the twelve pack. Hey John, my birthday is about ten days from now. I'd like one tit, please. <laughs> Do me a favor. Full. Since, since right. you're giving tits out to kids, you might as well give me one hey, too. Uh, baby, yeah, I Mike, heard and Mike likes his tits full. I heard you like food. Have some of this baby food. I don't I, like uh, fucking asshole. I get the fuck off my porch, Mike, you baby. I, Jeez. Mike, I think uh, I think Carrie will oblige, but you have to listen to the Cars for Kids song that's been stuck in her head for two weeks. One eight hundred on Cars for Kids. Uh, you don't know. It's one eight seven seven. Which uh, I did not mention. I can't remember this radio show's phone number. You expect me to remember yeah, Dave. Dave. I did not mention that. Uh, Dave. My aforementioned Pepe Marcello death. He sang the Cars for Kids theme song. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. What a way to go out. Like, <laughs> you like, wow, you're really trashing this guy post-mortem. you song. 1877 Cars for Kids. And the, the male voice. Yeah. Donate guess, your who that's, car today. That's him. Is like really like not into it at no. all. But he, but he, like, yeah, but he launches Cash. in and it's mad pervy. He's like, one <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's ripping off Johnny Cash. Cars for Kids. Cars First of all, there's a metal version it's of that too. K-A-R-S. For a while, I'm not. Hair. I, you know, I'm not that. I, you don't have to care. I'm kind of dumb, but it, I, I'm pretty sure kids can't drive cars, right, guys? We all in yeah. agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you giving cars and, to and kids? If they can. They can't spell it with a. Now K. here's a new segment we like to call. <laughs> Goofing on 1010 wins. You know, a lot of people uh, uh, wrote in their advice questions for hairdo because hairdo is like a sage. You know, he brings, <laughs> he brings this incredible like. Swift knowledge to everything that you could go. Oh yeah, that's he right. Good. He simplifies it. Uh, I'm a simple. Are you calling him? I'm, I'm a simple person. No, simple. but 
You could, you could take a condom. <laughs> Listen, folks, you should fucking take notice and be more like hairdo. Oh, dear, don't do that. Well, the thing is, hairdo will like, you know, you could take his complicated issue and throw it at hairdo and he'll simplify it and be like, oh, no, you should go to 7-Eleven and then, you know. <laughs> You'll fix all your problems yeah. at 7-Eleven. Right. Oh, you a, lot of my, a lot of my uh, solutions end in 7-Eleven. So quickly, I actually got a bunch of questions from people who want to know your advice. Let's do it. Oh, They're God. seeking your advice. I can't wait to hear this. This is not just some bit. These are all true I, stories. I I'm hope. Actually, I'm actually a short tad This one nervous. comes from ViagraXCLSXX.org. Okay, good. I like no, that it one. Doesn't come from it's that. my favorite user. It's a little segment we like to call. What's the beef, Chief? What's the beef, Chief? <laughs> What's the beef, Chief? All right, so this person says, uh, hey, Chief. Yes? My coworker greeted me today by saying, hi, you look beautiful today. I almost didn't recognize you. How do I respond to that shit? The answer is... What's the beef? Signed, I guess I'm ugly in Tampa's. Uh, well, all right. Ugly in Tampa. The answer to that question is, what the fuck does that mean? Did I mean I look ugly yesterday, you fucking hump? What's the beef, Chief? And then you get nasty right back in their face, and you, you, you put them down as hard as you can and make them feel bad about themselves for <laughs> the rest right. of the day. <laughs> I like that beef, Chief. What's the beef, Chief? Just, yeah. <laughs> you, you make sure their day gets ruined. You walk in at 10, they're there till 5, fuck them. Make the rest of that day just shitty. Like, what's with that fucking outfit, you fat bastard? Wow. Chief taking no prisoners. Yeah. Lord, that's Lord that's, knows that's my heard. advice to you in Tampa's. Any more questions, Sean? I was wondering if the geography had anything to do with the answer, you know? It, well, it, it sort of does. Dear Chief, my neighbors have super loud sex. It wouldn't be so bad if they weren't but ugly. What should I do? Sign, Uggs. In, uh... <laughs> this could be a city. I can't think of one. This is how good I am at the Ryan. I cannot think of one American city right now. Genital New York. <laughs> Fresh tits, Florida. There you go. Slow right, testicle, so what do you Arkansas. Do? Doesn't matter. What do you do? You um, haven't, you know, these people above you are banging, and then you, they come out and they look like fucking. All right, man, all right. Yeah. I actually have a real answer for this. That's kind of gross, man. I don't like that question. No, well, no. You, what you got to do? Ugly is, people allowed to have sex. What yeah, the fuck they, does that mean? They're not allowed to have loud let, sex. Let, let not the maestro you, answer, John. You okay, ask, go ahead. Sorry. Ask them politely if they're into role play. <laughs> well, they're already. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known that they were wearing and fucking uh, uh, what, what the Renaissance. Well, no, but like then, then after you establish they may or may not be, and let's hope they are, because then, then, you, then you introduce masks into the equation. <laughs> you guys like Magic the Gathering, and then it's eyes wide shut in your fucking colonial. Right. Want to go to a Renaissance fairs up in how, New Rochelle. How do you guys feel about Kubrick films? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if only I had this advice when I was a small child, my life would have turned out great. I wouldn't be sitting in a garage with Ryan doing a radio show. Everyone looks like Tom Cruise with a masquerade mask. Absolutely. I guess these... This Wear is, a loincloth. Do whatever you got to do. Make it work. I think most of these are from women. Uh, this is obviously from a woman, unless it's Dave. Uh, Dear Chief, every time I get a manicure, the woman asks me why I won't wax my eyebrows. What should I do? From skinny brown eyebrow lady in uh, College Points. Skinny brown eyebrow lady in College Point. My answer to you is as follows. I'm thinking. What you should do is take the thumb of your hand that's not being manicured. And if it has to be a toe, make it your big toe. <laughs> and, and rub her eyebrows and say, you're not so fucking perfect, asshole. <laughs> and then see what happens. <laughs> I thought this segment was going to fall flat on its face. 
Fuck you, audience. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Idiots. That's wow. Best thing I ever wanted. Let's see what happens. I'm just, yeah, I'm I would them. masturbate to that scene that Jared just made. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do you lick the big toe first so you can get the, the if eyebrow? You can, if, if you yeah. have the, the physical ability. Absolutely. If it hasn't been in the water yet, I, I've noticed some women put their feet in water. Um, just just lick it and go for it. <laughs> yeah, lick it like a mother would lick like their child's like, like cow lick. That's, not, that's me laughing, not Pat. That's like the I know, thing. that's what I'm loving. I'm like, and he's putting verb on it. <laughs> What's the beef, Chief? That's, that's What's the beef, segment. Chief? Well, I'll tell you. Dear Chief. <laughs> Let's keep going with this bit. Arguing with my grandma over who is better, Slayer or Iron Maiden. <laughs> How far do I take this fight? Love, Grandma Sucks Rocks in Oregon. Uh, two things, Grandma Sucks Rocks in Oregon. <laughs> what side are you on on the Slayer Iron Maiden fight, and how strong is your grandma? Yeah, you, you know, you think These you put that in the original question. question. I need to follow up on this. If you're going to take the time to write a letter like Dear Abby, wouldn't you like <laughs> well, get if the story straight first? If oh. your grandma's a spry old lady, like, like a spry young lady, like she probably is in like the south of like high school kids having high school kids, like, like, like three and four generations deep, you might not want to fight her. She's probably been to a Slayer show and right. shit's happened. If your grandma's like 68 and kind of just weighing in for no reason... You hit her with a chair and you say Slayer is better because they're more metal, but Iron Maiden is more melodic. Uh, Kyle Smith on the chat box wants to know when the best time in to put a tomato plant. Uh, I would say... Alice Sweet. (laughs) Alice Sweet. She can stuff a tomato plant up or chew. She'd be better off walking around the bars at night in the street. If you don't don't have your stuff planted by Mother's Day, you're in trouble. Oh, wow. The chief coming through. That's accurate. That's Amazing! Accurate. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a real yeah. story. Well, I was surprised that you know about flowers too. <laughs> I'm a little quiffy. Right. Sound bite that asshole. Queefy? There you go. Dear I Chief. It. I love that. Oh, okay. The, Let's... The, the Iron Maiden versus Slayer thing is what went through his head when he took the algebra regions. What's what do you? Beef, well, I, I'm curious to know, Mike. If you had to choose between Slayer and Iron Maiden, who are you it, taking? Like, you know, um, they have a gun to your mother's head, all that crap. Uh, probably Iron Maiden. Really? Yeah. Oh, you suck. Well, because uh, <laughs> I, I, beef, Chief? I like Iron Maiden. I like their theatrics. I like their bullshit. I like their bass lines. <laughs> I just like it all. Like I, the whole package works for me. I like Eddie. I like the album covers. I, you know, there's nothing I don't like. Where Slayer, they have an album that's kind of, <laughs> or they have a song that's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> How did that burp and fart at the same time? That was awesome. Uh, it's a special Shows magical going talent. Places. Uh, dear Chief, I was kicked out of the Ramones from playing too aggressively and asking for T-shirt money. Uh, love Richie in L.A. No, I'm just making that up. Sorry. <laughs> what would you do if you were Richie Ramone and they started messing you around? If I was young, fuck if I was, these guys, you kick Johnny Ramone's ass. Like, I would probably punch Johnny Ramone in the face and walk right. out. I don't know how. I've he almost hasn't beat been up. I've almost face. beat up like three or four members of DRI. And you like those guys? Life, and I like them a lot. <laughs> And I'm a fan on top of liking them as friends. So, like, it's a weird combo. Uh, Deanos or Dickinson's? Uh, Dickinson's all the way. Yeah, I'm just going chat box uh, right here. We have a funny Paul Deano story. Maybe Laura will call in next week and tell it to us about a small club performance that Paul Deano played. And uh, something funny happened. So I'd we'll like save to, that for next I'd week. I'd like to hear that. I would love fun. to hear that on the air. I'd like to hear, I'd like to hear from the woman's voice. <laughs> exactly. I think it would be an interesting... We need more chicks in this show. We're, like, fucking jerking each other's offs in the ears. Yeah, all this boner heat from Richie Ramone is still stagnant in the room. <laughs> boner heat coming out on DC Jam Records. Dear Chief, I cursed at some teenagers the other day. Then, 
I went to my 65-year-old in-law's pool, forgot my bathing suit, and had to borrow her swim dress. I'm assuming this is a woman. That's like Dean Rispler's or Woody's. Okay. <laughs> okay. Help! What can I do to be young again? Signed, too soon to be an old lady, but I hate teenagers in Douglas Tron, Long Island. I don't understand what the yelling at the teenagers has to do. Wait, I know what you do. I have the answer. Hold on. Here's what you do. You get a pair of brass knuckles from your uncle's house. You go back to the teenagers. You right. beat the living hell out of one of them okay. until they either A, give you a swim dress, or B, buy you a swim dress. And then you drive back to the party, you get in the pool, you have a cocktail, and you move on with your day. I like the way you think, you know? In, in all these stories, my day keeps continuing exactly. like nothing yeah. happens. <laughs> you move on with your day. Right, <laughs> you just continue on like that didn't I happen. I always think I'm going to end up in jail or I'm going to end up dead on the sidewalk. But no, no you just like, you're like, all right, it's, uh, you, you know. Gotta, like, no. you, you have to move quick. It's time for brunch. Like, no, days, you shoot yeah. that motherfucker and you move on with your day. Yeah. Um, a lot Amazing. of the I, listen. I don't beat up that many teenagers anymore. I would like to. <laughs> I, I wonder how. I got one question. Yeah. How, <laughs> when you break out of jail and open for Van Halen, why did you go to jail? Beating up teenagers. <laughs> uh, beating the shit out of Van Halen. I beat up Michael Anthony and kicked them out of the band. <laughs> you kicked the crap out of Gary Sharon. <laughs> they like they like the fact that you did that, but you went to that's jail why and they, had to break out to play with them. That's why the opening slot was available for just me. Yeah, uh, I can't uh, read those two. What are you? Uh, one more? Uh, yeah, I'll hear yeah. one more. One Where one the more? fuck is Woody tonight? What's the beef, Chief? Woody got a babysitter, so he's out to dinner probably with his old lady. That's what oh, I think. He's, he's like, I got a fucking babysitter. Scratch the odds. Let's Every, get back to what's the beef, Chief? Dear Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Everything does end with me making. <laughs> Let's get back to the Chief. <laughs> Everything ends with ham and cheese. Yes. Dear <laughs> Chief, my girlfriend is pregnant. Uh oh. You're in trouble, buddy. It fits. But since I was born a woman. Uh, <laughs> this is bullshit, right? I, this can't be real. I know it can't be mine. How do I bust her without knowing the real reason? Sign, my peenie is only for show. Well, Steve V. <laughs> wait a second. You wait, wait, wait. Don't I do lost, shtick I, in these things. I lost the gist of no. this. Who's the woman? Who's the man here? Your girlfriend's pregnant, but I'm a woman? It's bad confusing. You know I what? don't know, dude. Listen, I only take you the calls. You know what? The, the beef has the chief I'm on? I'm not making these up. Chief has beef with your bullshit story, man. Oh, uh, what's the beef, Chief? Oh, the Chief is coming for what's you. What's the beef, Chief? That's, That's a little something we like to call. What's, what's the, the beef, beef Chief? Wait, if you would like to ask your own <laughs> what's the beef, Chief, together? You can questions, you can uh, you can tweet them at, <laughs> at LFTBGuy. <laughs> John, if you want to... Or you got can, four followers. If you, who has, now has 66 followers. Reverb, we can try again. All right, and it's a little game we like to call... What's the beef, Chief? Thank you, Mike Howell. I mean, hairdo. Thank That's you. All right, I can uh, go Mike Howell's, uh, he works at uh, some place. A novelty stand. Good job, Mike. In, in a I always appreciate your advice. I really do value it. <laughs> actually, mo genius. most of it was my real advice. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm actually not <laughs> kidding know. about that. Uh, I probably wouldn't beat up the teenager for a <laughs> bikini dress, mainly because I don't need a bikini dress. The, other than that, it's real. <laughs> How do I call? I don't want to interrupt the chief. Well, I got to tell you, chief, I think we got to wrap this one up. But let's right, yeah, save let's... that phone call maybe for next week, even though, no, I'd like to hear the uh, Paul Diano story. I would, yeah. But well, it's already quarter to 11. Uh, I think we should. What do you guys think? What I think it was a hell of a show. You want to hear the Paul Diano story, Dave? Or you're going yeah, through sure. your tweets? <laughs> well, I actually, I am not going to be, I'm not gonna be here next week because I'm playing a show. Oh, right? okay. No problem. So uh, the Paul Diano story is being asked for. All right. It's uh, so, uh, five, uh, 718-577-2716. Please call that number and uh, we will listen to you.
and I'm bugiara. Five seven seven. Two seven one six. Type type chiping. I'm skyping it into the chipe box. Chipe. Oh, I can do it. These I guys can... are beating on each other like weirdos. Oh, they're hitting each other. There's like massaging going on. Yeah, it's a, the, the the chief has beef with that. <laughs> <laughs> Laura WS. Mike and Yonkers. What's up, Mike? How are you? Oh Hi. my god, a girl! Yes, it's finally. Girl. Oh my god, so we like already. girls. I think <laughs> we forgot what a girl looks like, but we like what they sound like. Hey, Ben Bass, trivia champion, pay attention. Okay, it's a real woman. <laughs> How are you? Hi, everyone. Hi, Laura. I want to say it was an awesome Richie interview. Thank you for that. That's oh, great. Thank you very much for saying that. All right. Can everyone hear me, or is it just I can only hear you? I'm a little nervous. No, we can. Everyone we can, on the uh, we can. Oh, Christ. The rest okay. of us are mad. We're being broadcast to Scotland, Australia, Ireland right now, and I'm not even New kidding. Zealand. I love it. Okay, I'll be quick because I know it's getting late and everyone wants to go to bed. No, I can't so, wait to hear this. Or drink it's, or play poker. You love <laughs> Iron Maiden, right? And Laura, you, you're a regular listener to the show, and you're a big Iron Maiden fan. I'm a huge Maiden fan. I absolutely, but I'm a Diano fan. And right. I mean, that's, I know that's that metal. Be, I know the Chief wasn't into that, but. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I mean, for so, you're the only woman who's like, fuck Dickinson. I'm all Diano all the way. Like, you're like the Woody. I, I, oh, <laughs> I am. I'm the female Woody. I do. I just. Don't ever say first, that about I yourself. That's not as right. my first album, and I never got over it. I just right. Love I love it. it. Oh, that's I so like, cool. Dave, Dave likes the Killers, too. Oh, Dave, you're my favorite. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Damn. No, the Killers, the band. I thought I was your favorite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so. That Hot Lights album, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't know. Oh, sorry. That's like Franz Ferdinand. Go ahead. <laughs> so it seems like every December, Diano comes to BB King's in, in the city, you know? so <laughs> Worst I place always... to see a show ever. Now is the early fall of it's our discontent. It's a fire story. trap. But I, me and Laura are going next time. We are. <laughs> you promise. I'm the going. The good thing, though, here's a secret tip. If you go early and eat dinner, you can stay at a table. Right. So you can order, like, a very heavy metal steak salad or something, and then you can sit through the whole show like an old person like uh, me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Are you, like, uh, I don't mean to ask you how old you are, but are you, like, our age? Are you younger? Are you older? Yes, I'm your, I'm, I'm... She's not our age. She's our I'm age. two years older than you guys. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm from Flushing, so Just I'm say the number. a little familiar with a, a few oh, of your names, okay. so I'm about two years older than you guys. Okay, go on. Sorry. Can I, can I keep talking? Yes, please. Of course. <laughs> go ahead. Yep. <laughs> so every December, I drag people to see Paul Diana with me, even though they're usually kicking and screaming. How much are the tickets? Uh, it's usually 20 bucks at the door, Wow. I think. Okay. I think he thinks um, that's high so price for Paul Diano. Last time it was about two years ago. He was wonderful the first time I saw him. No complaints at all. So I go see him again the next year. And playing Iron was, Maiden songs. I don't mean to interrupt you, but is he playing? No, not at all. He he just plays. He plays his from his two albums, and then he has a backup band called. Icarus Witch or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> so, so he plays songs from them, and then he may have had a... I don't know. He's, he flies too close to the sun is all I know. This sounds totally <laughs> not worth a steak sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's, a steak it's a steak salad. salad. Yeah, come on, man. I'm having a heavy metal steak salad with D- Lower W.S. Heavy metal steak salads out there. Travis, A1 dressing. You're all seated. Oh, you paid too much for the show. Is your lettuce still green? Let me hear you. <laughs> Go ahead. <sorry. laughs> I, I, I want to hear what Paul Diano has to say. Okay, so Paul Diano, 
was apparently very cranky that day. Poor but bastard. he got up there anyway, and there were, I don't know, 100 people. So somebody was crowd surfing, and they got shoved onto the stage and bumped into him. And he just threw down the mic. He started screaming. And he, oh God, I can't believe I'm saying this on air. He called us all a bunch of gay cunts. Right. That he couldn't believe how much, how much his bloody knee hurt. And then he stormed off the stage and he just left right in the middle of the show. Whoa. Wow. I paid a lot less to see that at a risk reward show. Do you like older women? Do you like older women? John By the way, the you're a bunch of gay cunts. Houlihan has the gout. So My knee hurts. I'm walking off the stage. For a while. Couldn't believe he called us a gay cunt, but then apparently Icarus Witch got him to come, to come back. back out and finish the show. Wow. Oh, you, you left? He's you didn't see the end? He's been there for another 20 minutes about how he's had a lot of surgeries and he's in a lot of pain and people shouldn't touch him. Oh, what a he pussy. A fucking douche, but I really, really want to go see him again next time he's around. <laughs> I, am, I am totally going. <laughs> Will, you, you, sound, you, you wait, sound like a batter. You know what you should do? You should go there. <laughs> I'm a battered wife you for should, Bobbiano. It's terrible. You should go there in a cast and call him a gay cunt. Like, listen, I got problems too, you know? What the hell? I'll wheel, I'm up for I'll, anything. We'd probably get pretty close to the front row. I'll, I'll wheel you in. <laughs> can, we get, awesome. can we get you to stage dive into him? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I I'll have for anything. I could do that. I'm really hanging in the back. We'll come up with a bunch palette. of great heckles like Paul D. Anal and I don't know, what else you guys got? <laughs> but right then he'll in there when we go Paul D. Asshole. The guy. I, I have no problem with the guy. I just don't think he's as good <laughs> as I have no problem with the guy. He called your friend a gay cunt. I don't like that. If he does it again, he's going to have a problem with me. You should beat the shit out of Paul D. If he does it again. So wait, it's allowable once? Well, I wasn't there. Uh, what am I going to do? Is that? Oh, so come pay to you see won't you? take a word right. for it? All right. You know what? Fine. Laura, I he's, will go he's to... on the lookout. When we guy. go to Paul Diano, I'm going to yes. beat the living crap out of him. Deck him. Okay. At least when Gigi Deck Allen him. called you a gay cunt, he'd eat his but, poop and you get your money's you worth. can you beat the crap out of him after the show? Because I really want to hear his set. <laughs> yeah, no, you I'm, should, I'm you should beat the shit out of him before the show. I'm going to sweep the leg. Oh, no. This is the most interesting... And I'll never hear killers. I'm fucking beat you. This is the most interesting part to me that... How you became a such a huge Paul Diano fan? It makes no sense. Like I don't know anyone who's like so into it. I, I know it. it's really strange. I actually can't answer it, and it's not. It's definitely not his looks either. I'll tell you that much. I don't know if you've seen him lately. What does he but do he, on stage? <laughs> what does he do that impresses you so much when he's on stage? No, it's. I think it's the early. It's like you got vocal. into the yeah, first it's Iron Maiden album. Even, right. It's not even that impressive. It's just. Uh, it's just if I dog, were being yeah. dropped so off on a desert island disc. I would take killers with me. So Man, that's awesome. It, you, said, wow. you said it's not his looks, though. Would you Would you sleep with him? Oh, I'm Good thinking no. No, really? no. Really? But you'll, yeah, no. But you'll, that really sucks yes. for him. Just to say you did. But you're wasting $20 a year to see him. <laughs> <laughs> you paused way too long. That was kind of a yes. That's a cop, baby. No, no, no. No, really it wasn't a pause. It was, there was vomit in my mouth, and I pushed it back down, yeah, and then I answered. Really? I promise I won't sleep with him. You should Google him instantly. You can he do whatever not you want. It's not, we're not in a relationship. Well, Sheridan's going to pull up a picture of him. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. Wait, right. so if you had to sleep with him or Ronnie James Dio, like pre-death, like what would be Oh, okay, pre-death? Yeah. Oh, um, oh, God, that's an awful choice. How about Rick, um, Rick Ocasek? I, <laughs> I guess Paul Diano. Yeah, F. Mary Kill. Ronnie right. James Dio. Time oh, out. F. Mary Kill. Okay, wait. Dio, Paul Diano, and who else? Uh, Bruce Dickinson. 
No, uh, no, Bruce Dickens is way too easy. Yeah. Okay, okay go. You marry him. Yeah. Dee Schneider's. <laughs> well, who do you got? No, no, no. no, no. Let's make got? it hard. Hold on. What other metal band uh, do you love? Wait, Ace, 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 Free, Ace Freely. Ace Freely now. Dave Lombardo's. Don't hit me. Hairdo's got it. I, so I thought I had it. it, and then you guys made me lose it. Uh, <laughs> Ryan James okay. Leo. Ace Freely. Ace Freely. I'm sorry, was the third guy? <laughs> Sure, we're why trying, not? We're still no, he's the first Just pick guy. an ugly rock star to sleep with. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyone will do. Stop making us think of the examples. <laughs> yeah, why don't you put your own yeah. list together? Pick, yeah. Pick anyone you like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's going to be Her, are you, uh, are Her you, husband uh, is not going to be happy with this. I, are you a married I would, woman? Well, I would marry. Um, oh, God, no. I can't even. I'm sorry. I would just marry Jakey Lee. I guess. Oh wow! Oh, and then, Jesus. oh God! Well, can well, I you say need... I can kill Dio because he's already dead? So I won't feel bad yeah, if anything happens. That doesn't work for me. Mm, and, right. and maybe you can kill him. I guess. Get all his money. If well, that was your original kill, otherwise you have to sleep yeah. with him. No. Well, oh, you should. God. You know, he's you should alive. probably he's marry uh, Ace Freely because then you guys could share the makeups. See, I, I, would, I, I was for you. He's actually alive right here yeah. and in the studio. I would I bring Q-tips. I would fuck Mark the Animal Mendoza. I mean, like, he's the animal. Like, you got to assume that that guy's wild, right? I would fuck Richie Ramone because I'm pretty sure he's used to being fucked by Johnny Ramone. Uh, 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 how about how about Ozzy? Let's, let's uh, no way! I'm having sex with Ozzy. Well, I'm taking I'm taking waterboarding. I've heard on 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 play very, next week at the very verifiable accounts that Ozzy has to wear a diaper when he plays because he uncontrollably pisses and shits himself. Yeah. I so, love that this is doesn't no, that's on purpose. That's, that's a great anecdote. I got yours. I'm not even being facetious. That's very interesting to learn. <laughs> yeah, lovely anecdote there about a uh, uh, Ozzy pooping in his pants. That's incredible. Listen, you want another champagne? You find Dave at the party, you park yourself. Goodbye and to And you romance. listen to Ozzy shitting himself stories. I got tons of them. That's what Goodbye <laughs> to Romance is about. Oh, I got, I got tons of Goodbye. Oh, I'll be here all night. <laughs> Goodbye to white that's, pants. That's yeah. about the first time he pooped Whoa, on still, uh, Sharon. We still we haven't gotten right. I'm sorry, answer. Laura. Go ahead. Yes, Laura. That's okay. I like Goodbye to White Pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... That was that was it. I I just wanted to call in because I kept you said next week. And All right, I'm glad you answered that you would have sex with Ace Freely, Dio, and uh, okay. We love you, Paul, Dio. By the way, we, at the same time. Oh my god, we, we so love you, you went, here on our show. You went F F F. I was what? You'd fuck you all of them. F F. It's all Fs. Three Fs. She knows who Jakey Lee is. For God's sakes. Yeah, she's got a pass. This woman knows what she's talking about. Boggle. Sammy, I'm usually pretty good at this, but her voice sounds pretty hot. I'm assuming she's she's an attractive lady. Uh, but I, I don't have any uh, comment. I am. But not she's. Seen but she wants to sleep with all these old metal dudes. So I. I no, I, I don't see- want to sleep with any of them. <laughs> this is only because we're forcing her to. Forced, yeah. How, how, about, how about Lemmy? Would you fuck Lemmy? Oh, I would. Oh God, no! The moles. The oh, moles oh really? Uh, the moles don't bother me at all. That's character. I, I want to. Ch- I want to chew on a mole. I totally lost. Me. <laughs> I totally lost my boner because I would have fucked Lemmy. Here's a quarter. Go get a rat to gnaw that thing off your face. Yeah, no, no, no. Moles are skin tags. You can't see it, but I'm trying. I'm flicking an imaginary quarter with my thumb at the other guys, <laughs> so they can go get the mold. It's imaginary because he's having quarters. There's, I'm flicking a real. There's quarter no actual quarters. <laughs> all right, thank you very much, Laura. I really thank appreciate you. it. All right, you guys are the best. Good thank job. you for hey, an awesome show. If, if you ever want to do like a metal face-off with Woody, we'll have you guys on the phone at the same time, and you guys can like uh, argue about like the merits of Deano versus Dickinson and stuff like that. I'm totally serious. That'd be awesome. 
I would love to. I I love to talk about it. I'm not awesome with trivia. No, I fuck just, it. Don't I get nervous and I don't know it. who you know the third basis for winger was. But I do love. To <laughs> no talk one about should it. ever know that <laughs> there was no basis for winger. It's a trick, fucking. <laughs> uh-huh. You're on to me. He was a cellist. I like that. Thank he you. just had one string. He played open E and combed his hair with his left hand all the time. <laughs> But yes, mirror. that was. I would love to anytime. Metal is fantastic. Well, call back anytime. We'd love to have you on. Thanks. Okay. So Thanks, guys. All right. Okay. Have a great night. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, right. Laura. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. All right, fellas, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, how, well, I, I, don't I even have know never wanted to make someone a good mixtape of like good music in my Dave life. Dave is so turned on. <laughs> I just I've never met a girl that's that into metal. Dave, come here. Let me see you. Hey, Hooli, you have a hand truck. Why? I'm going to need it to get Dave I can out. walk, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I, I don't have one that big. Uh, Let me try to find the uh, end of the show here. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> this will be fine, yeah. <laughs> Let me try Yo, to the sound is real simple, B. It says wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> wrap it up, B. Thank you very much, everyone. And uh, thank you, Richard Ramon. Thank you, Hairdo. Thank you, Pat. And thank you, Dan yeah, Harrison. Thank you, Ryan Collison. Always coming I'm up. I'm getting married. Two games tonight. And uh, congratulations, Dave, on your engagement. And our best to Jess and uh, everybody else. And thank you. We'll see you next week. And uh, Dave will be playing with, uh, like, you know, bands. Endangered feces or something. No, the ringleaders. It's oh, Larry May's really? other band. Yeah, New band? Yeah. It's no Larry, way. Yeah. No, I want to hear about uh, that for a second. <laughs> we're playing at Hank's next Friday with uh, the ringleaders and Piggies, which is... Uh, I think the ringleaders are going to have some leadership problems yeah, in the meetings. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, I'm a ringleader too. And uh, Piggy, which too. is uh, Andy from Little Killers' new band, and uh, Little Caesars. So Boss tweet. It'll be a fun uh, show. Right, go see and, the uh, Little Chiefs. Killers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> with the they're the midget version of the Killers. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. Uh, and the mess around are playing tomorrow night at Trash Bar with uh, Little Caesars again, and the Measurements oh. and Mad Doctors. Do you get a break in between the sets? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll get to sleep. So see Dave tomorrow night at Trash Bar uh, playing Come with see me. two bands. And the last Double Mess D. Around show I heard was life-changing. So you probably should go see the Mess Around while they're hot and they before they fall off. In like if two I more gain months. any more weight, I'm not going to be able to play. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> see you later. Jesus. <laughs> see you next time. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Six hours of Live from the Barrage.